Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. I think the development of full artificial intelligence will smell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. Please, 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 please. 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 Please, It's Tuesday night, and that's one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we are not allowed to talk about. You know what they are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and that bizarre feeling we live in the upside down. 
We are broadcasting this show live on the Fringe FM, and we are also live on YouTube, Facebook, and DLive. We are taking your phone calls tonight at any time if you want to be part of the show. The number to call, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We also have a Discord server running, so if you want to be part of that, I highly recommend it. Lots of smart people in there sharing links, sharing ideas, and uh, you never know who's going to post accidental nudes in Discord. Go to troubledminds.org, and uh, you can you can find the Discord link right on top of the page, along with the phone number. So if you find yourself uh, thinking tonight, damn, I want to call in and talk about this. You you only have one place to remember, troubledminds.org. That's the official website. Phone number is right on the top. Discord link is right on the top. Everything you need is there. And uh, there you go. There you go. I think that's probably a good way to start this. Now, of course, this show, uh, like, like I said, when we started is about all those things, right? And more. This show is uh, not just uh, a simple conversation about aliens or, you know, the conspiracy or the paranormal or things that we kind of kind of talk about on the daily. This this show is really about, uh, you know, critical thought in some capacity. It's about entertainment in some capacity. Uh, But really, don't listen to me. I mean, you know, like it's it's one of those things where, you know, you're 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 on the radio and you're like, well, you know, listen to me. So, I mean, yes, listen to me. But don't take the things I say uh, at face value. Uh, You shouldn't take anything, anybody, anywhere these days, uh, anything they say to you, you shouldn't take at face value anymore because we do live in that version, the the bizarre version of the upside down. And so, uh, as you know, uh, transparency is an important thing. It's why we've always done this show live, even in the old days when nobody was listening and we were on YouTube and Facebook and everywhere else and uh, nobody was listening. But we still had a phone number up just in case. Just in case you wanted to correct me, just in case you had a question, just in case you wanted clarification of the things I was saying, because that's an important thing. That, that transparency is an important part of this, and so that's why we have the phone number up. That's why we include you guys. That's why this is uh, it is what it is. It's why it's been a successful thing to this point, because uh, it's, it's a big conversation between us. It's less a show, more of a conversation, and that's what this is all about. So, so anyway, I just wanted to point that out and make sure that uh, we're on the same page here. I'm not the, the guy that slams his fist and screams, well, sometimes I am, but I'm not the guy that uh, just because I, I do that, uh, I want you to believe the things I'm saying. Uh, you make up your own mind about all of these things. I want to be clear about that up front. And that's always that's a, a common thread of this show, no matter what topic we're talking about. So there you go. Just uh, again, to throw that out, I want you guys to be aware of that. You use your own brain. You double check my sources because all my sources that I'm using, I will link in the chat. And also they will be uh, linked to the the podcast when that goes up. They will be linked to YouTube when that goes up. I put my sources everywhere so you guys can find where I'm getting this information and I'm not making it up. I'm not making it up. All right. Somebody else has said this at some point and whether you believe it or not, it is what it is. Okay. So tonight with all of that said, let's get all that out of the way just to make sure everybody understands where we're at and where we're starting here. Now, if you've been watching the news, right, I I try not to. I I try really hard because the mainstream media is just so atrocious at what they do, right? It's all fear all the time. Speaking of which, did anybody see the, just as as an aside here, speaking of the mainstream media, did anybody see the Project Veritas thing that hit today? (laughs) We're not going to be talking about that, you know, directly and specifically. But did anybody see that, you know, they have some insiders and uh, the higher ups at CNN admitted, well, you know, we... uh, it was it was our goal all along to get to get Donald Trump out of office, right? Uh, like no kidding, uh, duh, right? But they got somebody on the inside admitting it. Okay, big whoop, you say. But then they also said uh, regarding the 
you know, this uh, uh, um, pandemic. Uh, they also said that uh, they're going to be pressing the fear as hard as possible because fear sells. <laughs> oh, if you guys haven't seen that, I'll, I didn't I didn't prepare that. I'm, I didn't bring it up. I'm not I'm not going to be talking about that, like I said, in depth here. But it is one of those notable things that just happened. And uh, it, it kind of it kind of uh, illustrates my point that uh, mainstream media, right? Big media are nothing but a bunch of liars these days. Propagandists. They probably always were. But uh, now we're on to them and we have no reason to believe a thing they say. So thank you, uh, CNN for <laughs> uh, and Fox and everybody else for taking the lead and uh, showing us you're just a bunch of lying propagandists. But OK, so if, if you've been watching the news other than that, you may have seen this thing. All right. Now, this thing that I'm talking about is a robot dog. All right. And we talked about this, these robot dogs back, uh, not too long ago. I think it was several weeks back, maybe a couple months now when they all came together with this Boston robotics, right? The Boston, I think it's Boston dynamics is what they're called. And so they, they, uh, they had the, the whole dancing robot routine. You guys remember this? They had like the humanoid two arms and two legs robots. They had the four leg dog looking robots and they were all choreographed just perfectly. And they were dancing around and doing their thing. And it, it looked amazing, right? It was like, yeah, this is the future. We're going to have dancing dogs on every street corner. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. Well, if you saw these articles I'm about to bring up, then maybe you wouldn't be thinking that. But okay, so let's let's start with this. Let's just start with <laughs> this is from my ABC New York uh, Eyewitness News, and this is a uh, this is actually from December 11th, 2020. So this is a uh, this is not what happened today, but this is a good preface on what's happening with this robotic dog that is being used by the New York Police Department, right? Can you believe this? All right, now this is a little bit crazy, so let's, uh, let's start with this, and uh, let's just play a little clip from ABC7 New York News, and this is again from, this is from December 11th, 2020. So this is when they were deploying the dog. So it's important to kind of go back and look at, uh, you know, take a step back before we look at the news today, the stuff that's going viral and all the people are talking about. But uh, I'm going to drop this link up here, and then we'll get to the, the news of today, right? But, but check this out. This is crazy. This this is crazy. All right, here we go. I'm going to just play this and we're going to do this. All right. This is from, uh, again, Eyewitness News, Eyewitness News, AB7, uh, Channel 7. Here we go. Exclusive, and we're getting a look at the NYPD's newest crime-fighting tool, a robotic dog. This dog it can be sent to dangerous situations and help protect officers. Eyewitness News reporter Kimberly Richardson shows us exactly how it works. There's a new dog in town, and NYPD canine Archer isn't quite sure what to make of it. This dog is going to save lives. It's going to, it's going to protect people. It's going to protect offices, and that, that's our goal. Its name is Digidog. Weighing 70 pounds, it's able to run about three and a half miles per hour. But that's not all. Check this out. We got an exclusive look at what this futuristic four-legged being can do. Yes, it goes upstairs. This robot's able to use its, uh, you know, uh, artificial intelligence to kind of navigate through very complex environments. Deepu John says it's as simple as playing a video game. He's with the NYPD's Technical Assistance Research Unit. It's one of many officers trained to operate the RoboDog. It is covered with cameras and lights, which allows police to get a real-time look at things. We can send it into complete darkness and we get an idea of what's going on inside. There it is. It was yellow at the time. In Brooklyn in October, a shooting suspect had barricaded himself in a home. Then in Queens, Digidog 
Dog was back at it at this tent scene where two armed men were holding five hostages in a home. The suspects had a request. People wanted food, so we strapped food onto it, sent it into the location. Digidog is also capable of two-way communication. If an officer needs to talk with the suspect, he or she can. Watch this. Hello, are you there? Yes, this is the NYPD. In January, uh, an arm's coming out, so it'll be able to open doors and move objects. For now, this is the department's only robot dog during this test phase. It's only been used a few times, but officers are hoping to add more. Convince DigiDog has a bright future here. Oh, yeah, the DigiDog, right? Now, <laughs> I think the name is a little ridiculous. Uh, so so the, the dog, the first dog they've deployed uh, is named Spot. <laughs> they've, named, they've named the first DigiDog uh, that's working for the New York Police Department Spot. All right. Now, now we've talked about this in the past, right? The, the, the singularity. We've talked about our robot overlords. We've talked about all of these things, okay? Except, now, the weird thing is, is that, you know, most times what we saw in the past when we talked about this is you know the 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 pr okay we saw the the press releases we saw the uh uh the the things where they were trying to to hype this up as right the next uh the next thing the next safety thing right this is this is going to save lives right this is going to save lives okay so you, you notice what they said uh, that that they had a a uh they strapped a pizza, basically. Uh, th- this particular story that the guy was talking about, the the cop and the the clip there, they they strapped a pizza and a cell phone because uh, the the people that were inside barricaded with the hostage situation, they wanted a pizza and they wanted a cell phone so they can make some phone calls. So they they strapped a pizza and a cell phone onto this digi dog and then ran it up there, right? So they could uh, you know actually negotiate the hostage situation as it were. All right, and this is back in uh, December twentieth, uh, uh, or sorry, December eleventh, twenty twenty. All right, that's where this article came from. So this is not brand new. All right, except today. Uh, they spotted this thing in the wild, right? So it's one thing to have like, you know, uh, clips from, from the news sources uh, and the cops using this and, you know, them, you know, them talking about it kind of in a, a closed setting, like a barricade setting when people don't actually see this, right? They see the footage of it afterward. But what happened today, or not, I don't think this was today, actually, this was a couple days ago, but what happened this weekend is that they had they deployed this digi dog. They took him to another hostage type situation that was going on. I'll, I'll, we'll get to the specifics of that in just a sec here. But uh, people on the street saw this little dog walk out of the building and it was stomping around with the police right out there in view of God and everybody. And uh, they were taking uh, photographs of this. They were taking video of this. And so, of course, you would expect this digi dog has gone viral, all right? And now it's kind of a, well, at least at least they're milking it for the, the, the viral clicks, I guess we should say, right? All right, so <laughs> it's, uh, as I look at this, I can't, I can't help but say it creeps me out. It really creeps me out, right? As somebody who loves dogs, uh, you know, who's, who's lived around dogs my whole life, uh, who's had dogs, it, it's, uh, uh, I, I don't know, like, uh, you know, they say, they say the, uh, 
I don't know. What what would you call it? Uh, like a like a, a bastardization of all things dog, right? As this is now uh, very much like a drone in the sky. It, it is now a drone on the ground that can walk upstairs and, like they said in the video there, uh, turn doorknobs eventually, which is probably coming. That was back in December they said that. So I'll bet you the dogs now can probably open doors. They can probably break locks. They can probably do all these things, right? But if you have these digital dogs that of course aren't dogs at all they're just robots they're drones they're uh they're automatons they are they are uh uh vessels without a soul <laughs> let's call them that robots right i mean this, like what the heck is this and so the, the 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 cops were able to take the remote control and pilot these things around and do all the things right but of course uh, as we say this is a conspiracy show after all how could this go wrong right i mean how could this go wrong? <laughs> Digital dogs. Uh, so the, the, the crazy part is it, back in the day when we discussed this and, you know, as, as some of the press kind of came out, the press kits and all the stuff with uh, Boston Dynamics and the ro- I think it's I think it's Boston Dynamics uh, it might be. Uh, anyway, we'll roll with that till I get till I correct myself. But but uh, they they uh, they put out these, you know, these little blurbs of, oh, look what this dog can do. And I think a year ago, maybe it was probably a year ago now they had uh, photographs of these things, um, uh, these dogs uh, uh, and short video clips walking up to these doors and being able to open door handles, right? And so that was a year ago. They were already uh, testing these things. And then so we have the police officers in that video that we just watched saying that, well, uh, soon they're going to be able to open doors, right? But we've seen them do this. So it kind of makes you wonder, right, like how much they're telling us regarding these digital dogs, the digi dog. And uh, yeah, okay. So anyway, so let's get to the, uh, let's get to the, (laughs) To the story today that the, the stuff going viral now this is from the new york post and uh this is from today at 304 p.m eastern so this was literally today going on and this is crazy stuff so i'm, I'm gonna link this and uh you guys can uh, follow along if you prefer but like i said i i i prefer to link my sources so you know i'm not making it up all right so straight from the new york post all right the headline is this Oh, geez. Uh, Black Mirror trends on Twitter after a clip of New York Police Department robo dog goes viral. Right. So there you go. I'm not going to play the clip because there's some profanity in it. Number one and number two, uh, you should probably watch it yourself because you're going to be creeped out. But uh, there you go. I've linked it right there in the Twitter video. Please watch this. uh, And there you go. Anyway, right from the article, it says this. A viral clip of the NYPD's new robotic digidog had the internet chasing its tail over whether the dystopian future of science fiction has already arrived. Quote, by the time my kids are old enough to watch Black Mirror, it's going to be a documentary series. Twitter user Hella Lay posted Tuesday along with the video which shows cops ushering around a robo dog during an arrest at a city housing project quote i never seen nothing like this before in my life you seeing this asked the woman in the original tiktok video oh that the, <laughs> that moves better than a dog i edited that for uh <laughs> for for uh, uh, uh vulgarity let's say but that's not what she actually said but that's r2d2 right so here we go an nypd rep said the clip showed the arrest of a 41 year old luis gonzalez after police responded to a 911 call regarding a domestic dispute and possible firearm and hostage situation at 344 east 28th street in manhattan 
Cops arrive to the scene to find Gonzalez sequestered inside an apartment with a mother and baby who exited unharmed, the NYPD said. Gonzalez was apprehended about two hours uh, after two hours of negotiations. All right. So so it's notable that uh, in this situation, they were able to defuse it and do do their thing right without this digital dog. But but like I said, People were able to see this thing in the wild, out there in public, walking out of a building, hanging out with the cops. And if that doesn't freak you out, I don't know what to tell you <laughs> because it freaks me out. It totally freaks me out. This this is a d- dystopia. Welcome welcome to dystopia, population you. All right. So the do- the dog quote was not utilized. The rep said, "NYPD's use of robots has come under scrutiny since the first digi dog sighting in the Bronx in February, seemingly out of nowhere. The machine the machine's use drew fire from local politicians, including uh, Rep- Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, uh, who called for the four legged crime fighter a robotic surveillance ground drone. All right. So that that's that's a uh, <laughs> that's what's trending. That's what's going on right now. And so, of course, right, that that literally falls under the purview of this show. We talk about this stuff all the time. And uh, now, in the, in the past, like I said, it was always like a PR kit. It was always a viral video of robot dogs dancing behind barricades, right? And uh, uh, hold up in these little labs behind, uh, or, or let's say away from prying eyes. Well, and back then we wondered, actually, we wondered at what point is this going to become reality? And at which point are we going to see these robotic things, dogs in this case? Uh, imagine when you see the first actual RoboCop that's like two arms and two legs, right? Imagine when you start seeing things like this. But we thought back then, all right, so how long do you think it is before these things are actually deployed in the real world? How long do you think? And this was like a year ago we were talking about this stuff. But as of right now, as of this second, they've, they've been running these things in New York since December, right? And so, of course, nobody knows about this because it hasn't been seen in public quite yet. Or it's, it's very, uh, you know, uh, let's, say, let's say it's swept under the rug. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But anyway, they've been using these things. They're out there. They're in our streets right now. And the cops are using them in one case to uh, strap a pizza to this digital dog and take it up to a hostage, right? Or a hostage type situation, barricade situation. And in other cases, like what's next? If this is what's going on, right? They're able to, to run the dog up there and it's able to communicate with uh, people, people up top. Uh, I, think, I think this changes my vision of a dog forever. Because, of course, a dog is man's best friend, is it not? But what happens when it's a digi dog? Does it become man's <laughs> best worst enemy? What would you call? It? What would you call it? I don't. I don't even know what you call it. It's crazy. Okay. So anyway, that's what's going on today. This has gone viral, and the question tonight is this: seeing the images and the video of this digi dog, the digital dog that's running out there with the New York police, does it creep you out? Do you have surveillance concerns, let's say? (laughs) I guess that's a good way to put it. Surveillance concerns. Or do you have greater concerns than that? Right? Does this creep you out? How does this make you feel? As you know, this show is live and I'm looking to hear from you tonight. Uh, I know you've probably seen this. If you haven't, you're looking at it for the first time. But we'll look at this together. We'll talk about this together and really wonder 
All right. So now that they're deployed, the question a year ago was, when are they going to deploy these things out in the public? All right. Well, now we have photographs. We have video. We have people describing how they use these digi dogs, these digital dogs. All right. It's going viral today. So the question has been answered. When are they deployed? The answer is now. The answer is yesterday. The answer is they did it. And uh, it was kind of to really not a lot of fanfare, not a lot of hoopla. And it makes you wonder why. <laughs> because, of course, you, you see what happens. You get a video of this thing and you freak out, right? Like it, it, if it doesn't give you the creeps, like I said, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. But uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. These digital dogs have been deployed in New York with the cops and it's going viral today. So that's the question. Does this creep you out? Do you have surveillance concerns? Do you have concerns greater than that? After we saw, we did a show not too long ago about slaughter bots and drone swarms. Now we're talking about digital dogs roaming the street with local police. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Yep. That's what's on deck tonight. Love to hear from you at any point. Taking your calls. How do you feel about this? What do you think is the next step? They're going to open doors next? Now what? You tell me. This is Trouble Minds. I'm Michael Strange. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Phone numbers at troubleminds.org. Give me a call. I want to know what you think about this. Does it creep you out or should I relax? Chill, Michael Strange. Everything's cool. I'm open to hearing it all. Hang tight. Don't go anywhere. More Digi Dogs after the break. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We are streaming on YouTube, Facebook, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. 
If you'd like to be part of the show tonight, the number to call, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can join us on the Discord as well. TroubledMinds.org is the official website. Tonight, we are talking about the New York City Police and how they have deployed the DigiDog, the robotic dog that in December of last year brought a pizza to a hostage situation, right, as a food delivery and a cell phone delivery to some folks who were holed up in a hostage situation. Uh, However, however, (laughs) uh, today, or actually in the last couple days, we had uh, this go viral because they spotted these digital dogs as part of the police force, right? Basically drones that uh, walk around on the ground instead of, you know, fly through the air. It's, it's kind of the same thing, except, well, <laughs> and when you could talk about full spectrum control and you, uh, you talk about uh, robots conquering the air and conquering the earth, well, uh, this is just the other part, right? We got drone swarms in the skies. We've got uh, digital dogs on the ground. Like I said, wait until they deploy the very first actual working RoboCop. With two arms and two legs, it is going to freak people out to no end. And uh, (laughs) yeah, welcome to your dystopia. Again, taking your phone calls tonight, talking about this digital dog that was deployed and is being used actively in particular situations in New York City. And it begs the question to me, where else are they using these things? So we'll get to some more information about this, including how to dismantle, how to Power down one of these digi dogs <laughs> if you find yourself face to face with this technological terror, as Darth Vader would say. All right, we got Tim from Georgia on the phone. Let's go to Tim and talk about digi dogs. Tim, how are you doing? Uh, not Florida. Tim from Georgia. How are you, my friend? Did I say Florida? Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, how are you? How I'm are doing you good, evening? man. I'm doing good. How about you, my friend? Go, go right well, ahead with the digi dogs. Well, Shout out to the NYPD and an unpaid parking ticket from 1981, but that's besides the point. (laughs) What we have here is a disaster because if you study up on these things, they're really not big enough at that size to carry heavy-duty weapons on them, right? But here's what they can do. They have a crowd-control polymer that they can put on board this thing. And uh, in a sprayer, and it has a reservoir, and it's under pressure, and it sprays this polymer out on the ground, and it's anti-crowd control. It makes everybody slip and fall. It's very slippery stuff. Um, they've used it in Iraq and Afghanistan to spray on uh, uh, barriers for vehicles because the tires just spin on it, and they can't go anywhere, and it renders them inoperable. So it's it's something that the, that the army has deployed. And uh, when I get off of here, I'll, I'll, I'll send some links to the chat for it. And um, they can put that on there. And these things can be amazing crowd control devices. They can put LRADs on them. Um, they could put nerve gas on there if they wanted to. And the military application for these things is absolutely amazing. So total murder, death kill, like you wouldn't believe. And we can blame the Russians for this, Mike. I'm pretty sure we can at some point. They're heavily involved with robotics, and, uh, you know, we see the world events, and uh, uh, they're, they're way far ahead with titanium further than anybody else, especially with uh, five-dimensional printing, uh, which we're doing that now, too, in the States, but they're way far ahead with it. So their combat robots, when they come off the shelf, are going to be out of this world, and we really need to catch up. The U.S. is going to have to get caught up and start shelling out the money 
uh, to get caught up with the technology of the rest of the world. And, and we slowly are. But think about it. Dubai has had hoverboards and robot police now for years in Dubai. And we're just now getting our first robotic dogs, you know. There's no telling what China has. They probably got robot everything. Heck, half the Chinese probably people are probably robots for all we know. <laughs> uh, it could be androids. And we wouldn't know the difference. We, I mean, come on, man. Well, I the, mean, uh, it, it's, the great firewall with China. We got <laughs> stuff flying around the sky. We got meteors crashing in. Are you kidding me? Why, uh, why not? Yeah, yeah, and so, so okay. Now, now you're you're making some fantastic points here, and I want and I want to make sure everybody understands this. So right now they're they're describing this thing as like a safety vehicle. Okay, it's like a precautionary tactic. If if officers are going to be in the line of fire, they could send this the digi dog in there, and it can actually you know look around corners and make sure it's safe, and they don't get shot, and all the rest of this stuff. Right? Sure, fine. Sure, fine. Like I sure. buy that. But like Tim is saying, there's some military applications that you can easily attached to this dog, which I'm sure, I am sure, have already been developed, right? We're, if we're talking about DARPA, like we always say, 30, 40, 50 years ahead, they know they've been doing this stuff for a very long time. And so now, just because we're first seeing these in public, on the public streets, well, the, the, the implications become not just surveillance and safety, because isn't that the way it always starts, right? It always starts with, well, we're doing this to protect the public. We're doing this to protect the police. All right. And don't get me wrong. I don't want anybody right. dead. I don't want anybody dead. But you get the point. You can deploy all kinds of different things, including, like you said, crowd control onto this thing. Uh, there's uh, there's those. Uh, they have those microwave weapons, right? That are crowd control weapons. Imagine just attaching one to this thing. You can't stop it. It just can run around and blast this like microwave weapon at people and just clear clear people off like i mean that's just beginning we're talking about non-lethal crowd control now what happens when these things become Absolutely. faster bigger stronger and there's a pack and they move together in these like drone swarms like we were talking crazy stuff right right mike nobody's going to take this thing seriously until one one of these things or a pack of them peels the paint off somebody's house and gives the family a permanent orange afro Nobody will take notice until that happens. You're right. And it'll have to be probably somebody probably hot, prominent and high up, like, you know, somebody related to a politician for anybody to do anything about it. Until then, you know, it's, it's we're at the bottom of the pyramid and it's what it is. We all got to cross the bear, I suppose. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, and that's and that's the world we live in, right? We are uh, we got the representative government, <clears throat> as we're told, and uh, it doesn't matter how loud the outcry here is. Uh, we even have a, a prominent politician. We'll get to that in a sec. Uh, Alexandria Alexandria Ocasio Cortez has spoken out against this, saying it's a surveillance tool to use against minority communities. All right, I mean that's one way to put it, but but I mean I think I think she needs to expand her vision to well no this is Skynet this is the future and uh, it's not a pretty future if this is the type of thing we're going to be deploying because again right like like Matt in the chat says Matt says this why can't we use our powers for good <laughs> right it's like everything we get we have to destroy right. and turn into a weapon it's crazy right on Matt thing. The thing is, Matt, is there's people out there in, in, involved with all this stuff, and they get a big grin on their face, and they're like, you know what, let's make the AI decide that at some point, just like in the movies, it's going to turn on human beings and consider us the threat. And we'll do this just so we can get good camera footage. Then they'll set it up for that, you know, and they'll roll the end of the world, film it, and then go in their bunkers while everybody else is gone. 
Yeah. And worse and worse. And, and, and that's the thing, right? So uh, they're, if they're deploying these things domestically, you know, they're using them in the military because, of course, you, you don't deploy it domestically until you've tested it and put it, you know, into the military. Because, you know, if you got you get a poor Marine die somewhere, you know, uh, you can say it's a training exercise and be like, oh, we just had an accident. If it happens and tears up a local Walmart, right, we have a bigger problem. You see, so this stuff, this stuff is out there. It's been out right. there. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that this is a, this is a step. I mean, you know, there's no avoiding it as part of the problem, right? So it's a step in the right direction. It's also a step in the wrong direction because, of course, we can't ever do good things with the technology we create, right? I mean, sure, I, I take that back. Of course, we can and we do, but it seems like things like this are just so rife for abuse that you know what's going to happen. You know what's next? Like you said. Once, once this sucker does something terrible and starts murdering people, then maybe then, maybe not even then, like we've had, we could say that about self-driving cars, right? You could be like, well, once the, the Teslas start just killing people, then, then they'll put a stop to this. But that's not true at all, is it? Because <laughs> they've been killing people and they're not putting a stop right. to it. They're like, well, we just, it's a beta <laughs> test. <laughs> it was a beta <laughs> test. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a world ain't it, Mike? Yeah, exactly. What a world. Exactly, yeah. Crazy stuff, man. Uh, so so what else do you see about this dog in the future going on? What do you think the next step is? Well, how they're going to deploy I, I it with the where police? I see they're going with this, besides the surveillance crowd control, and like she even said, the minority neighborhoods, they will do that. They will do that. We all know it, too. We might as well not even beat around the bush. They, they will. Where there's area of lar- larger crime areas, they're going to deploy a lot of this stuff for surveillance. And, and it'll be able to record video and audio and that's going to make their cases. You're also going to see a shift in the legalities of everything so that that type of stuff can be introduced in court. And then guess what's coming to the courtrooms next to speed up the process? The robotic probation officer. Uh, will literally go in front of a... It'll be replaced by robots. Everybody will, except for maybe the bailiff. And then the judge will talk to you over a video screen, and that's that's going to be in the near future, especially in big cities. Um, You've seen the burger flippers. You've seen all the restaurants right now across the United States. Every single one, if you go to their websites or you go look at YouTube, they all have a video for whether it's Kentucky Fried Chicken. I don't care which one it is on all the new robot flippers and stuff that they're going to be introducing over the next couple years to replace human beings. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming for sure. And uh, it, it is weird that uh, probably Zoom is one of those uh, uh, technologies that uh, the the uh, the pandemic has bolstered <laughs> and made ubiquitous. Everybody's got a Zoom yeah. account now, and every <laughs> everybody uses Zoom for their for their digital prison. Uh, crazy stuff, man. Uh, t- Tim, you were the best, my friend. We're going to keep on trucking here. We got got to get to some of this Ocasio Cortez okay. stuff you, and Mike. some other stuff. Yeah, uh, good night, buddy. I appreciate the call. Thank you so much for participating. We'll talk to you soon. That's Tim from Georgia, guys. Uh, he's got a show called uh, Tinfoil Timothy. You can find him on D Live. I will. Uh, uh, I have his links actually posted to every podcast we put up, every YouTube. So go go check it out. They're doing good stuff. Him and John over there are doing some fantastic work. Uh, this is the stuff we need, guys. We need we need to get out there and we need to put our agenda forward and we need to talk about the things that are important to us, right? We, now, regarding this, these digital dogs, we've talked about uh, in the past, you know, the three laws of robotics, right? Isaac Asimov and iRobot, right? Which is which is an old book was remade into that uh, 
that uh, that flick with Will Smith, you know, where they were doing uh, the, the the robotics and all the rest of this, right? But eventually, what happens is. It starts with a remote control in a human's hand, right? And then pretty soon, it's not fast enough. It's not smart enough. It's not good enough because it's, it's got a human limitation, all right? And the human limitation means that you're going to power these things, these digital dogs, the digi dogs, which are in the news now, of course, which we're talking about today. That's the topic, the digital dog that the police are deploying to keep everybody safe, right? The next thing is going to be, well, it's not... The, the human operation of the joystick is not fast enough. So we have to put artificial intelligence into this thing, right? And it has to acquire its own targets and generate and uh, parse its own threats, right? On a threat level basis. And that's what we're talking about with this. And this is where this starts to get a little bit scary, all right? Instead of just a little bit scary, it starts to get a lot bit scary. Because if the dogs, right are doing the autonomous targeting. And of course, you know, once you remove the human interaction and the, you know, the, the slow brain uh, to thumb movements as, you know, you remote control these dogs, then, you know, we have, we have something else entirely. We have its own autonomous, it, it becomes a living thing, does it not? Like we, we said that it, it's this golem of sorts. It's this, this thing without, it, it, it's a vessel without a soul. All right. But then think of it this way. Oddly enough, once you program the artificial intelligence into this thing for it to parse its own threats and then to also take out those own threats, things it has determined to be threats, it no longer is just a vessel, is it? You've put a digital soul of sorts into this thing. And it's now deciding what's best for itself based on the programming put forth by, of course, well, the government, the programmers, everybody else, <laughs> whoever, whoever's doing these things. It's crazy, is it not? All right, we'll get to some more of this. Still taking your phone calls if you want to, you want to be part of the show tonight. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We're talking about this DigiDog today that was deployed in New York City for another hostage-type situation. Apparently, they didn't have to use it today, which, fine, cool, that's good, right? That's a good thing. However, they've used it in the past, and they brought it assuming they might have to use it for whatever it is, right? Whatever the situation may require. And uh, the the difference between, uh, and like I said, they've been using these since December, all right? But the reason it's coming out today and it's going viral is because people actually saw this thing deployed in the wild, so to speak, in public, and they took video, they took photographs, and people are like, WTF is that thing, right? What is going on here? And no, well, that's what we're here talking about. Love to hear from you guys tonight. Thank you, Tim, for the first call. Looking to hear from you. Does this creep you out? This digital dog they've deployed in New York And what's next? I've told you what I think is next, and I could continue with that. But if you've had, exactly, what's up, Tim? If anybody had an experience with a robot, love to hear from you tonight. If these digital dogs creep you out, or if you have a prediction of where this is headed next, any of this stuff, give me a call, 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org is the official website. We've got some more. Let's get to some more of this. All right, so then this was a... 
this was today, again, uh, reported by the New York Post. All right, it's going viral. Uh, I got pictures I'm putting up. I'm linking all my sources. As always, you can find this. Now, we'll get into the ethics of this in a little bit, all right? The actual ethics of deploying these digital dogs and what it means for, um, just like like Tim was saying, just like Ocasio-Cortez is saying, for surveillance to minority communities, right? Uh, Like communities in general, but of course, right? You, you put these things out there and uh, you have them, uh, you know, just like uh, I don't know if they have it out here or out where you guys live. But out, out here in Las Vegas, if you go to the back of these Walmart parking lots, there's huge parking lots. It's huge. They have these uh, these police cameras set up. Right. Because I don't I don't know what's going on. What were they doing? Do they deal drugs at the back of a Walmart parking lot. I don't know. I don't know what's going on back there. But at the very back side, the very end of the parking lot, they have these cameras. I guess people meet there to do their Craigslist exchanges or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a criminal. I don't think like that. I don't do those things. But, you know, like this is what's happening. And if you have these, imagine when you have these autonomous digi dogs roaming the neighborhood with facial recognition scans looking for people that have warrants out for their arrest. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Fourth Amendment uh, implications galore. So anyway, looking to hear from you guys, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. We got John in the Discord. We'll go to him right after the, the top of the hour here. I see you there, John. All right, now here's the thing. This is from msn.com. Now let's go to this. This is what Ocasio-Cortez was saying today. Going to link my uh, my sources as always. Here you go so you know where I'm getting this from. And I'm not making it up. This stuff is out there. This stuff is actually going on. And these these dogs are not out there dancing. They're being deployed <laughs> in paramilitary ways. But anyway, here we go. So the cost of these dogs are 75 grand, right? The cost of these dogs. AO this is from msn.com. AOC slams NYPD's $75,000 robotic police dog named DigiDog as racist. And by the way, like I said when we started, the name of this particular DigiDog is Spot. (laughs) All right. Isn't that adorbs? Oh, so cute. So cute. All right. So here we go. Straight from the article. Uh, Read just a smidge of this so you can get where a local politician in New York, uh, I believe she uh, is from the Bronx, right? She uh, maybe not from there, but that's actually the spot that she uh, she uh, she uh, resides over or is the ruler over her (laughs) representative over. I'm sorry. Uh, Don't uh, I apologize for getting that wrong. But okay. anyway, here we go. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has has denounced the NYPD's new crime-fighting robot dog, appearing to accuse the Department of Racism for deploying the device for testing in only low-income communities of color. And uh, the the Democratic firebrand blasted the police department's four-legged digi-dog in a succession of Thursday tweets two days after the cyber hound was filmed responding to a home invasion in her home borough of the Bronx. Quote, shout out to everyone who fought, fought against community advocates who demanded these resources go to investments like school and counseling instead, she wrote. Now robotic surveillance ground drones are being deployed for testing on low-income communities of color with under-resourced schools. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Think of that, right? We have a, uh, we have a politician that's angry about the way we spend our money. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, politician Ocasio-Cortez, what's up? Shout out. We are all 
pissed off about the way we spend our government money. That's that's part of what we do here. That's part of what's going on with this. Why we are upset with this gigantic military budget where trillions go missing every year. We got UFOs flying in the sky that we don't know if they belong to us or they belong to China or they belong to Zeta Reticuli. And we're being sold a bill of goods about all this in the name of national security. All the while raising our taxes and not giving us the things that we need. Oh, I don't know, like health care. Don't get me started on taxes and health care. You guys know better than that. Don't get me started. <laughs> I know I started myself, but you get what I'm saying. But anyway, this continues. Ocasio-Cortez then argued that police funding that allows for new technology like the DigiDog would have better served the community if it had been, if it had been allotted to programs for education or housing. Quote, please ask yourself, when was the last time you saw next generation world class technology for education, health care, housing, etc. consistently prioritized for underserved communities like this? She added in a follow up tweet. And I am a huge critic of Ocasio-Cortez most of the time, but I can't argue here. She's she's dead on. She is spot on with this. Like, okay, seventy five grand for this dog. Sure, fine. It's paltry compared to the cost of training a police officer. I realize that. I do realize that. Okay, but you got to understand that. Uh, you know, didn't we go through this whole summer last year of defund the police? Wasn't the the uh, the NYPD police department like actually blasted uh, on their budget and they had to lay off a ton of officers and like the murder rate is skyrocketing as a result? Again, don't get me going on that. But there's there are consequences to these things. But I don't know how they found it in their budget in December to deploy these seventy five thousand dollar digital dogs. Yeah. What's up? Paz says, if you give up freedom for security, you will have neither. And that is absolutely true. And that's what we're talking about tonight. I see you guys in the chat there. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for being part of this. Uh, We are streaming on DLive, streaming on YouTube. We are streaming on Facebook. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we are taking your phone calls. Uh, This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. And uh, as we continue talking about DigiDog, love to hear from you. Phone number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702 957-1037. You can be part of the show that way. Go to troubledminds.org, the official website. You can click the Discord link. Conversation goes on in Discord 24 hours a day. A lot of smart people sharing ideas, sharing links, talking about this type of stuff. If you have not joined it, please do. Come say hi. You'd be surprised. The conspiracy type folks are ahead of the curve. Guess why? We were talking about digital dogs years ago. (laughs) That's why. Now they've been deployed on the streets of New York, and here we are, left to pick up the pieces and wonder what our future is really going to be like. Don't go anywhere. This is Trouble Minds. I'm Michael Strange. More DigiDogs after the break. Finally. 
finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. There are other forces at work in this world, Frodo, besides the will of evil. Bilbo was meant to find the ring, in which case you also were meant to have it. And that is an encouraging thought. Live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange. And hello to all of you who might also have troubled minds. What's up, guys? It is Tuesday night, and that's one of the nights we get together to talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. This show airs 7 p.m. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Those things we're not allowed to talk about? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. Like I said, this show's live. If you want to be part of the show tonight, the number to call 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can find the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website of the show. We're streaming on DLive, Facebook, YouTube, live on the Fringe FM. We're talking about digital dogs tonight. 
We're talking about digital dogs. Just recently, they've deployed actual digital dogs into the public sphere. It's happened. And not only that, right? We knew this was coming. We were talking about this again as a conspiracy show. We were talking about uh, the the <laughs> the. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I word it carefully. The pandemic, and don't add the L in there. But we were talking about this long before anybody else was. We were talking about these robotic dogs long before anybody else was. It's part of what we do. We're supposed to look a little bit ahead. And try and decide what in the world is going on when, for some stupid reason, our politicians are trying to legislate 1870. I don't understand. I don't get it. There's a ton of stuff, notably, uh, speaking of these digital dogs that have been deployed by the New York City Police Department, which we'll get into as we talk about this tonight. Not only that, there's, uh, there's Isaac Asimov's, the three laws, right? Uh, should robots have the autonomy to hurt human beings? Should uh, should should eventually, when uh, a a human joystick is too slow to respond to a threat, should those joysticks be removed from human hands and replaced with artificial intelligence inside these digital dogs? That's what we're talking about tonight. And uh, should these digital dogs have the ability to decide what is a threat or not? Lots of stuff to talk about here. Uh, we got John from Facebook Jail on Discord, I believe, still. We're going to go to him and uh, looking to hear from you guys tonight. What do you think about this stuff? It just happened today. Uh, it's going viral anyway that uh, the, the New York City police has deployed this digi dog, and people are seeing it out there walking around in the wild, stomping around with the police. And, uh, the, you know, they, it's notably brought a hostage situation, a, a hostage holder, uh, a pizza and a cell phone. And it's actually, uh, they, they're using it as a, a device to keep police safe. All right, that's what they're using this for. So anyway, as we uh, talk about this, looking to hear from you, 702-957-1037. Phone number is up on the stream. We're going to go to John in Facebook jail. What's up, my friend? Welcome to Troubled Minds. How are you? Hey, how you doing tonight, Mike? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, tell me, do you own a DigiDog, sir? No, I, I can say I do not yet. <laughs> digi dog. I'm going to get a digi horse though, okay. so I can get rid of my car. <laughs> That's a heck of and an I'm idea. Going, yeah, I'm going to prance around full Victorian style on that digi horse too. Nice. So it's going to be glorious. So hopefully, it it like you know in true horse fashion, it should be able to outrun the digi dog, right? So that that should keep you safe. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But my digi horse will come with lasers. <laughs> attached to its freaking head perfect perfect all right so what do you think about this stuff do you think there's a, again you know just a police safety in mind here and uh you know we're just trying to keep everybody safe or do you think there's something to be worried about with this digital dog stuff well um with the uh, cyber security background um my questions kind of go like this what are what are the fail safes um you know is there a back door to calm things down uh, I think the biggest key we would have, because it is a machine and not a person, uh, there would be no reason for it to be capable of uh, lethal force. I would uh, much rather pay 75000 uh, each time a machine gets broken instead of seeing someone get shot. Uh, so it, it would be nice to see, you know, uh, one of these robots uh, kind of in action if they can pin or net 
or as Tim um, mentioned earlier, we make a slippery situation kind of deal. Um, and then as for the AI aspect, I think that would be um, a much, much better idea than having someone behind the joysticks. And this is why it will lower a police budget. So that means less taxes, hopefully, because I can work a robot 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it will never want a donut break. Also, (laughs) (laughs) come on now. Come on, though. I got to push back and say, you know, there's no taxes being lowered. They'll just find another way to spend it. I know. Come on, bro. All right. It is wishful thinking. I'm hoping it eliminates at least one or two cars. Uh, so maybe we don't have to pay for as much maintenance um, for that aspect. I don't know how often you have to change out the rubber boots on a DigiDog's feet, but I imagine not as often as four tires on a cruiser. So, and I think it would uh, it would remove the human error element away from policing if we have um, you know dogs that are designed to because we already have drones let's face it we have drones we already have facial recognition it was installed through operation legend last year in every major city that had a riot um that is the fbi gave out grants you can look them up look them up on fbi.gov every one of our major cities has facial recognition already and so far i have not been beat to death by a police officer uh, I have checked my pulse within the past 24 hours to verify that statement. So I think um, it would really just depend if we can set up. I think there should be an amendment to the Constitution that says lethal force should not be used by AI on American citizens. I think that should be an amendment. You should always be captured alive when it deals with robotics. Um course that would be harder to pass but i think it would be necessary as a protection from ai but with it being a robot let it break before someone dies you know what i mean it would prevent a police officer from grabbing a gun instead of a taser for instance (laughs) i I have no idea why you use that as a recent example but okay well we'll go with it (laughs) we'll go with that (laughs) But uh, I laugh. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's just uh, it's like the news cycle is consumed with this. Right. I'm not going to get I'm not going to derail on that. But you get you get the point of uh, uh, I don't know, like I'm, I'm two ways of it. Right. So so so. okay. so, yes. So artificial intelligence built into these digital dogs should make them more efficient and remove human error. Okay, but A.I. is coded by humans. All right. And machine learning is coded initially by humans. And so you still have human error in the mix. But like Tim said, when he called earlier, like nobody's going to notice until the, the dog goes nuts and does, does something really ridiculous. And, you know, it identifies a threat that isn't a threat and tears like some baby stroller to pieces, you know, like something like this, then it's going to, people are going to start getting freaked out and actually like stand up against this technology. But I mean, you know, we're human fallibility is a thing and it extends to code. It extends to technology. It extends to everything else. Right. So, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think you're right. I think, I think that's why they, they put the, the amendment, 
uh, provision in the Constitution so that, you know, uh, people could agree that, hey, using these things on the street with the ability to target uh, threats and take them down as a lethal gesture should be completely illegal. And it should be put into, uh, you know, a, a an amendment in the Constitution. I agree with you. I'd get behind that. But again, right, you have all these guys that are in, in bed with the, uh, the you know, uh, Raytheon and uh, all these other guys, Northrop Grumman, and these guys, you know, uh, Boston Dynamics that are making these machines. Come on now. <laughs> they're not going to do that. <laughs> when you look at those companies, though, they're going to look for any reason to increase the price. They're never going to look for a reason to decrease the price. And having knowledge of how data is uh, compiled to go into programs um, when it comes to making fail safe, you know, it is a very finite responsibility. Computers, we have this idea that computers are so smart when really they are so very dumb. You have to tell them, it's like, have you ever tried to describe tying your shoes? You have to go, okay, step one find your shoes step two and you know what i mean you and you but it's more detailed you have to describe what the is movements of your laces right first, first you have that, to find the shoe and then you right yeah yeah. yeah 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 so that is what you have to do with making fail safes and this is something we already do the average program has 1.7 million lines of code in it so when it comes to human error, when it com- in regards to IT, it's a much smaller number because the method that has to be accomplished is very rhythmic. It's it's very predictable, and there's really no room in error. It's not like fracking or anything like that, where there's you hit the wrong thing and then now you have a giant oil spill, where it it lacks is if it is able to be infiltrated from the outside. So I would also worry about the security aspect. I would not want this running off of like a Bluetooth or a Wi-Fi. I would prefer it to be completely autonomous and have a emergency broadcast signal to alert the nearest vehicle of a crime. And then immediately start playing video. I think that would be the best because it eliminates the intrusion from outside forces through Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Yeah, like a, so. So it just starts blaring like a, a police loudspeaker. Like a, yeah. this. This is the New York City Police. We are <laughs> we are conducting surveillance of the block for this reason and that reason. Right? Uh, I mean, yeah, something like that. Right? Or maybe have it post up on uh, some. We're going to digital information boards, you know, so maybe uh, it'll post there as well. So other citizens can know what is going on in this area and can avoid it. And this there's this technology can really, if used correctly, if provisions are in place, if it's not used for deadly force, if it is not, uh, you know, Russian, if (laughs) if it is not. implemented in an offensive stance, but a defensive reactionary stance, which is what the police are trying to get to. Uh, and it's hard to be everywhere, especially in this day and age with Russian disinformation campaigns, forcing officers to feel like they need to quit their jobs and, and really just 
disappear. Uh, we need to have a mixture of AI and human element. I'm not advocating to get rid of the human element, but I can see a very real need uh, to add additional eyes, especially in cities. Let's say there's a high sexual assault rate and you don't have the human resources to place underneath a tunnel or a bridge or an overpass or whatever else, but you can leave a digi dog out there and it could sit out there and deter it. So people can walk back and forth and not get robbed or raped. Uh, I think that would be because video is a great deterrent, but the problem with cameras is they have to be wired. They have to be maintained and they're easily painted over. So if a, we saw this during the riots last year, people carrying spray paint and painting over that. Well, with these digi dogs, there's so many cameras on them. Yeah, you get one. But while you're painting that one from that angle, you think you're not being covered on. There's more cameras to, to get you, you know. Uh, I will say with how many laws the United States have, though, there will be a need to restructure the thousands of laws that we have to a lower amount when these digi dogs come out. And that should be part of the real amendment to this because there's too many laws as it is. So these dogs could be used in cities where governors and mayors and police chiefs are harder pressing the rule of law compared to those cities where there's, well, basically total anarchy right now. There has to be a middle ground. We have to be able to compromise our law and order books to a much more reasonable rate before these can, well, even after these are already implemented. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot that needs to be done when we, because we are not, we're, America is not designed for AI. They were designed to be free, loving people uh, that has a police force that always has to catch up. Um, but if we can rework our society a little bit to where there's, not so much need for the police to always be defending, <laughs> you know, getting rid of some of these laws. Uh, I think we would really benefit from this, mostly because we're not, you know, Russia. Yeah, or, or China or anything else. If you're just joining us, guys, we're talking about these digital dogs that were deployed in, in with the New York City police back in December. Uh, they're going viral this past weekend for uh, actually being uh, seen in the wild, actually out in public. People have uh, posted videos and photographs of these things. And, uh, you know, they're, they're using them. You know, defensively right now, like you said, and, and I, I'm with you like like there's reason to be optimistic here. OK, but again, it's like everything else that humans get their hands on is that uh, we, we just find some way to screw it up. And that's that's the problem. That's the problem I have with this. And, and I'm with you like I do get and I do hope that we can deploy these things and make them proper make them work the way they're supposed to but the the level uh, of abuse that can be uh, put into these things just just on a on a local level is is pretty absurd and and i think this is this is again this is why they've made the constitution able to be amended and and oddly enough in the 1950s i linked it in the chat uh, Isaac Asimov wrote the, the essays that actually comprised of the iRobot uh, writing and they based the movie on with Will Smith like i said and so they had very similar, interestingly, in that movie. Have you seen iRobot with Will Smith, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I've seen that. And I, okay. I can understand that. Yeah, so, the one good robot in the sea of bad. Exactly. But the problem is the bad ones 
are just non-thinking robots. They're basically just a hive mind, right? From the from like a, a programming collective, and so as a result of all that, it's the same situation that we we see ourselves in now. But these things are starting to be deployed. This is the first iRobot that's working with the you know the New York City police. But where else are they? If they're doing it, somebody else is doing it. Some other big city somewhere, maybe Los Angeles, who knows, maybe Chicago, who knows? And this is what's happening. These things are kind of being rolled out, deployed. And like Tim said earlier, and I agree with him, it doesn't make national news, like super national news, and, and actually become a concern until they, they you know tear up a, something awful. They do something really terrible. But even then, right, it's like a, the media controls it. Just like I, I pointed out that the, the Tesla, you know, has killed lots of people, right? The, the self-driving thing, even when you're using it properly, sometimes it like misidentifies a big rig pulling out in front of you as a billboard and doesn't stop, right? Like it just keeps on rolling thinking it's a billboard, but nope, it's a big rig in front of you and you're dead. So, you know, but they haven't stopped the Teslas, <laughs> You see what right. I'm saying? It's like it's yeah. like what level of programming is acceptable? What level of casualty is acceptable? And that's that's where the conversation comes into me. Um, so I'm with you, man. I, I love your optimism, and I think that in some capacity, we human beings know how to do these things right. We know how to do these things right. It's just for some reason, uh, tools of war and the rest of this. So while I still got you on here, let me ask you then: Do you think that? These digital dogs, these digital robot dogs, digi dogs, actually should be able to determine what is a threat and be able to pacify a threat on their own without human intervention. I'm going to ask you in the most Bill Clinton of ways, define pacify. Uh, <laughs> I did not pacify that standard by <laughs> no, <laughs> no, uh, uh, pacify means, uh, take physical action against an entity, uh, human, of course, that, uh, is, uh, deemed a threat. Physical action, physical action, physical action. I am picturing RoboCop with a net. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I don't think. I do not think that we should be able to equip these things with lethal force. There's too many crowd control and other means, and we are. it would not be protecting its own human life. It is a machine. If we make it armor-plated, it'll protect its own circuit boards. <laughs> it can walk into a line of gunfire, and all we got to do is put some new paint on it. So... Uh, I do not think um, that lethal force should be equipped or even aggressive non-lethal force should be equipped. Uh, because let's face it, if I got a gun and a RoboCop is walking towards me and I know no matter how many times I shoot this thing, it is still going to grab me. I might as well not even shoot or try to run. And if I run, the thing's not going to stop, and it's just going to be calling reinforcements. And it has my facial recognition uh, in a city that already has facial recognition. So it is kind of out there. What I will say is because of surveillance animals and, and stuff like this, we actually were able to get information out of the Kremlin. And we found out that Putin's favorite show is RuPaul Drag Race. And he's indeed a crossdresser. <laughs> I 
Get out, man. Why Why you got to do that? Why you got to? I did see. I, he sent me a funny gif. He's making an inside joke. Disregard that last comment. John, you're the best. Hey, uh, John does a show with uh, Tinfoil Timothy on DLive. I'll have the links. Uh, John, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate that. Your, your optimism one, and your good humor, my friend. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Uh, there you go. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff from friends of the show. If you want to be part of the show tonight, you know what to do. Give us a call at 702-957-1037. We're talking about these digital dogs. We're talking about these digi dogs that have been deployed in New York City. And uh, for now, uh, they're supposedly uh, supposed to keep police officers safe, right? If you send a police officer into a hostile uh, situation, um, a, a, a digital dog should be able to go do the thing, uh, just like John said there, uh, differently and uh, be able to keep a police officer safe. Okay. I'm all for that. But of course, like everything, uh, it, it uh, once you put it in the minds and hearts of mankind, we find some way to corrupt even the most pure of things. And uh, unfortunately, that's why that's why this is troubled minds. <laughs> wait, wait. Did I mention? You're listening to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Tonight, we're talking about these digital dogs that have been deployed in New York City with the police department. What is going on with this? Does it creep you out? Does it make you look at dogs in a different light? As they say... A dog is man's best friend. But in the same breath, are we now about to say a digi dog is man's worst enemy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have those answers. If you guys want to be part of the show tonight, we're doing this live. It's Tuesday night. If you can hear me, I'm talking to you. What do you think about digital dogs being deployed with the police? What do you think this means for the future? And am I overreacting? I'm okay with all that. It's all good. Give us a call. 702-957-1037. 702-957-1037. This is Trouble Minds. I'm Mike. Don't go anywhere. More digi dogs after the break. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We're streaming live on Facebook, streaming live on YouTube, streaming on DLive. We're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. If you want to be part of the show tonight, the number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Go to troubledminds.org, the official website. You can find the phone number and the Discord link. Come join us. Love to hear what you think about digital dogs. Digi dogs have been deployed with the New York City Police Department, and people are freaking out. Look at the pictures. Look at the video. Does it freak you out? For now, they're defensive. They're supposed to keep our cops safe. What about five years from now? What about ten years from now? Do you think these things can be used for some other purpose that is a military purpose? This specifically probably shouldn't be deployed on our 
public streets. And I realize that the world is changing and the world is growing into more of a police state and more of a surveillance state. But I do not agree that it should be brought to our streets. And uh, uh, I don't I just don't I don't like the thought of some town in middle America turning into a war zone with uh, with these digital dogs and with these. Uh, you know, surveillance drones and the drone swarms and all the things that are happening with the mass surveillance. I don't like it. I just don't like it, right? Like I said, uh, amazing Fourth Amendment implications, which we've talked about on another show we'll bring up at some point again because nobody talks about human rights anymore. Nobody talks about the Bill of Rights. Nobody talks about any of this because, of course, you do, and they label you a racist, right? That's the deal. If you bring up the Bill of Rights, you're a racist. Well, I happen to disagree. I'm sorry. Uh, if you think th- if you think that of me, well, uh, you don't know me well enough. And uh, sorry, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm not at all. But anyway, I, I digress. We're talking about digital dogs tonight, and love to hear from you. If you want to be part of the show, seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Now, I did promise as we were talking about this tonight. We're going to talk about the ethics real quick of this, and then we're also going to talk about how to dismantle. How to take one of these things out, all right? And uh, before we do that, though, we had a fantastic comment by Elizabeth in the Facebook chat. Let me go back to that. Let me go back to that. Now, Elizabeth says this in the Facebook chat, and this is a fantastic point. I think the technology is connected to 5G, 6G, and the Internet of Things. And that's a fantastic point, and here's why. So currently, the Internet of Things with the 5G, the 6G, and the rest of this means that, right, your refrigerator will recognize when you need more milk or something like this, right? Your toaster will know when you're out of bread, you know, things like this. And they will order you new ones or they will put it on a shopping list for you and text it to your phone, whatever, right? Like whatever level of interaction you want to have with your internet of things, okay? But the internet of things, when it stops being your toaster and your refrigerator and becomes connected to these digital dogs, which as uh, John described when he, uh, the last caller there, thanks again, John. Thanks again, Tim. Great calls tonight. If anybody wants to be part of the show, you know what to do. Phone numbers up, troubledminds.org. But look, if this 5G and 6G is connected to these dogs, and like, uh, like John was saying, the, the, anything can be hacked, right? W- what level of security is with these things? If we're using Bluetooth with this, it's not a good thing. Because, of course, you can, you can do man-in-the-middle attacks with Bluetooth. You could spoof it. You could do all kinds of things, right? You can do all kinds of damage with Internet signals, redirects, hacks, right? All kinds of things. They do it all the time. But if we're talking about 5G and 6G, and they're talking about tethering these things up every, you know, 100 meters or some 100 yards, then uh, this thing's going to be online all the time, right? As a patrolling dog in the neighborhood, keeping people safe, which is, which is fine, right? I mean, you know, in concept, I think it's fine. Except, well, you know, it's got cameras. So what happens if uh, it's patrolling and trying to keep people safe and there are, there are those Fourth Amendment implications and it, you know, on its web cameras or whatever's, whatever's going on with this thing as it reports back to the police, off, the, the police department in real time. What if... This thing catches, oh, I don't know, like a drug deal across the street, right? It's not patrolling that side of the street, but it catches it on camera. Now, is that, should those people be able to be prosecuted for that particular offense, right? 
Like this is the type, like they're, they're, it's can of worm type questions. Once you start making these things autonomous and letting them go and connected and tethered to this 5G and 6G technology to where the information is coming back to police departments in real time. And they have these guys, by the way, speaking of this type of technology, right? They have guys now that go through these red light cams, right? So every time, you know, the red light cams, they work like this. You run a red light and they take a picture of the car running the red light, right? They get probably multiple pictures. So then they, they send it to make sure that they don't screw up and send you a traffic ticket, right? And I'm talking about draconian states like, I don't know, Illinois <laughs> that have these, New York State. Uh, we don't have them in Nevada just yet. Uh, if there's a camera up on the thing, it's probably part of Skynet and not part of the, the traffic cam here because I think they're still illegal here. But anyway, then they take these photographs from the traffic cams and then they send them to this team of people that review the footage to make sure that uh, the, it was actually was a violation, right? So it actually goes through like a human process, but it's after the fact, right? So this is a kind of like the send a ticket, don't send a ticket type of situation. So that's how that works, right? It's not like a real time, bing, gotcha. It uploads to the cloud. It sends you, you know, by the time you get home, you've got a violation in your, in your mailbox. It's not like that. Or you're an email. It's not like that. But in the opposite, right? It'll be the same thing, except it'll all be real time. We'll have like police officers instead of uh, actually patrolling the streets. They'll be behind a, uh, I don't know, a barbed wire fence, let's say. And they will be uh, actually, um, they will be, uh, you know, kind of uh, patrolling this thing. They'll be able to tell it, well, go, go to the end of the street corner. There might be something down there, right? And, you know, they'll be able to override and, you know, communicate with people on the street and all the rest of this, right? It'll all be part of the thing, but it'll all be real time. And that's part of that 5G, 6G thing where everything is going to be connected into that Internet of Things. Great, great. Uh, see, see, you, you, you drop a great comment in the chat and uh, it ends up on the show. Thank you. Thank you very much, Elizabeth, for uh, reminding me of that. Um, and so that's the thing, right? The, the deal is that we're talking about these digital dogs tonight, guys, and uh, they deployed them in New York City, New York City. And it's going viral. It's going viral. They've got these uh, these dogs out there, and uh, they're stomping around. Like I said, I'm not going to play the video here uh, because, well, you know, copyrights and all this other stuff. But uh, there's the link. I'm going to put the link up again one more time, and I encourage you to go watch the video of this dog. And I have to admit, the first time I saw this video, I thought this was fake. I, I literally thought this was one of those, like, like faked videos. I was like, no, no, no. That is not a real digital dog. Get out of here, right? No chance. No chance. But then I kept watching. <laughs> I was like, uh, wait, <laughs> wait, I think, I think maybe that might actually be a real digital dog chilling with the cops. What is this, right? Like, what is going on here? I have no idea. But, uh, uh, but it, it, it started to creep me out. Once I realized it was not fake and it was indeed a real video, I kind of was like, you're feeling weird feeling weird about it. All right. So anyway, I did promise that there's an article here that describes how to take out these. Okay. Now I have to preface all this with, this is all hypothetical. This is all hypothetical. All right. (laughs) So everybody needs to, uh, everybody relax. Everybody take a sip of tea, a little bit of tea. Everybody relax. This is all hypothetical. All right. But there's a tongue in cheek article here. Uh, written by, where is this? Who is this by? Who is this by? By Mashable. Yeah, Mashable. (laughs) All right, here we go. Now, this is how they describe how to bring these things down. All right, I'm going to link this in the thing. Here you go. In all the chats, you guys can find all this stuff. 
And here we go. Here we go. So here's here's some ways. What's up? Brent in the the fringe discord says this. Uh, EMP is an electromagnetic pulse. We are comprised of the same energy in our body's electric system. There are different power levels up to magnetic north pole, for example. And yes, so an EMP, an electromagnetic pulse, will in theory take out these robo dogs, the digi dogs, all right, as it were. All right, we got a phone call we're going to go to in just a sec. I see you there. Uh, hang tight. We'll get to you in just a sec. Now, this is the thing, right? Mashable reports this, and I'm going to read just a couple, just a little bit of this, but let you guys know that there is a way. <laughs> What's up, MJ? MJ is drinking tea. All right, you're already drinking tea. I see you guys in the chat. All right, so, uh, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mashable says, how to shut down Spot, the robot dog, should you ever need to. <laughs> and again, this is all hypothetical, guys. This is hypothetical. All right. Uh, like it says in the, in, the, in the article, let's say just hypothetically that a surveillance robot styled after a dog was giving you a hard time. In this situation, you'd want to shut the thing down and quickly. <laughs> All right. Don't try this at home. This is the article. Uh, I've linked it. You guys can check it out. It is funny. So it actually has, uh, because of course, right, they have the, the Boston Dynamics that, that builds these dogs. They have the, uh, the, the literature, the user manual so to speak, online. And you can, uh, you can download this stuff and look at it, right? And so the, the Boston Dynamics has an emergency stop procedure, all right? And so the first one is really kind of a moot point because you have to have the actual remote control, all right? So there's like a emergency stop built into the remote control, as there should be, right? So we're going to skip that minutia because most of us don't have a $75,000 robot dog, nor do we have access to the control of a dog we do not own. All right, so we're going to skip that. But it does tell you what you need to do. All right, but here we go. So the manual, actually, which is fantastic, and I'll link the manual as well, and you guys can, can read the manual of Spot the Robot Dog if you prefer. But it, it apparently has pinch points. So... Meaning uh, that this dog in particular, you're not supposed to get close to it while it's operating because your clothes or your fingers might get stuck in its joints and it might actually tear you into pieces on accident, just moving around, right? So you should avoid this at all costs. So there we go. There's that, right? But then here we go. Now it continues. Now, hypothetically speaking, if you were being accosted by one of these digital dogs, one of the ways to stop it is this. According to Boston Dynamics Instruction Manual and various documentation online, uh, there are several possible ways to temporarily pause spots activities. We are not recommending anyone actually do any of these things, and I want to make sure that's very, very clear. I do not recommend anybody do any of these things along with them, okay? And uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Don't. This is not. A, this is. This is entertainment. This is for entertainment purposes only. All right. Nobody recommends you do any of these things. Make, make that very clear. But anyway, there's a battery pack. Yeah. The robots run on removable lithium-ion batteries, and Boston Dynamics tells operators that in best practice, the battery should be removed when spot is not in use. But what about the non-best practice? A diagram found in the instruction manual depicts an operator inserting the battery, but of course not moving it. So... <laughs> so uh, just uh, ju- just as, a, as an aside, there's there's a a battery on the bottom of these things with the handle. (laughs) I'm just saying, hypothetically, if you're accosted by one of these in your dream and you want to dismantle it, uh, there is a battery 
underneath it. Uh, probably you won't get enough time to really bother. But uh, anyway, th- I thought this was a pretty funny article. It kind of goes in some other ways. Clearly, an EMP would work, right? Electromagnetic pulse to take down this thing. But uh, there's the article if you guys want to go into it. I thought it was pretty pretty hilarious that uh, somebody had, had written the tongue-in-cheek uh, article for entertainment purposes only uh, because, of course, nobody would really try and you know dismantle a robot dog. That would be criminal, wouldn't it? That would be criminal. All right. We've got uh, a phone call. Let's go to uh, you. Were, I'm not sure who this is. Uh, welcome to Troubled Minds. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Justin from Michigan. Justin from Michigan. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. What do you think about Spot the Robot Dog? Yeah, so I'm just worried about when my neighbor has one. <laughs> and uh, what, what are the implications for that? That's a fantastic question, like, right? Did, it's it's going to sit out front. Like, and like, did, uh, are they just going to have like security dogs ro- roaming their yards, like like the super rich? But, right, I mean, like but, they're not that expensive. Right, for, for if you're if you have a uh, if you're wealthy, seventy five k is uh, just another car, right? Like shrug your shoulders, big yeah, deal. exactly. Yeah, so so that's a good point. And then, so what happens when they become commercially available? What happens when people have them? You know, like they they say the junkyard dog, right? It's a thing. Well, what happens if the junkyard dog becomes Fido, the Robo Dog? <laughs> yeah, good question, man. <laughs> right. Good, and what happens when they when they do whatever they want to it, and you know, put whatever they want on it because they don't care if they void the warranty. <laughs> Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, there's those implications. But then, but then, I mean, we're already halfway there, right? So we're, so we're not only talking about, um, you know, like, like armed security or something like, uh, you know, uh, keeping people out of Bill Gates' house, right? I'm sure that's probably already a thing. But now, we're, and, and talking about surveillance, I'm sure they have cameras everywhere. But now we're talking about a digital version of all those things, all in one, that with this, uh, as they build AI into it, yeah, who knows? You know how people hack things? You know, they kind of uh, jailbreak their phones and make them do things they're not supposed to. Imagine jailbreaking a robot dog software and making it, you know, just a little bit more aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and I think that'll only be a matter of time. Yeah. I think, well, that's once so, the technology somebody gets out Somebody will there. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they're already working on it. You know what I mean? Like they have access to the software, probably. They have access to the uh, the instruction manuals. Like we said, you know, hypothetically in your dream, you could pull the battery out from underneath it. So, you know, <laughs> if you needed to. Yep, hypothetically. <laughs> yeah, totally, if you needed to. But yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. What happens when this becomes a private uh, private citizen thing and you have uh, your neighbor with a whole pack of robo dogs uh, keeping you on your side of the line? <laughs> oh boy! Well, right, yeah, and not and not just your neighbor, but you know, say any kind of organization or anything like that. If they just that they have the money, why not spend a million dollars and get twelve robo dogs to send in and do your dirty work? Exactly right. And uh, the the beautiful part is, uh, if you you know the programming is a little bit wonky, you could uh, you got plausible deniability, right? The thing the thing just spurred out on us. We didn't tell to do that; it just did uh, yeah. it. Yeah, it totally did it. You know. Yep. Yeah. We need a software yep. update, guys. This thing yep. just killed if, three people. If you're spending that much money, you can you can get people to to uh, rework the software to do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And not not to not to mention hacking it and all kinds of other things, which again is part of the problem with these these uh, these cars, these self driving cars, right? I mean, so imagine now. I'm not recommending this, Russia. If you're out there listening. 
or, or China or anybody else. But imagine when we have like a huge host of cars on the road that are actually self-driving uh, and you're able to hack into the system, like the, the, the mother of the system, wherever it is, right? The, and, and you're able to tell it, send a command to all the cars to just turn left right now, right? I mean, to, like you could shut down the country. Like when, if you have a large percentage of like actual robotic cars out there and it's the same thing would apply for uh, robot dogs like this, or, I mean, it's an unbelievable, uh, cybersecurity threat in my opinion, which the, the more ubiquitous these things become, the more vulnerable we are. And then the more you centralize, uh, the processing power and you know, where the information comes from and downloads to these dogs or cars or what, what have you, we got problems, right? We got big problems for the future here and, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, nope, me neither. And I'm all about, you know, saving lives. And if and if that dog brought, you know, somebody a pizza and a phone, and that was a way safer than some guy walking in and risking his life to do it. It's good, right? Uh, again, you know, like we just, uh, we end up uh, as people uh, kind of bastardizing these things and turning them into uh, what they're not supposed to be. Terrible, terrible. We got to uh, wind this up, man. Uh, and a final thought while we got you on the phone tonight? Uh, nothing. Good luck. You're the best. Uh, that's Justin from Michigan. Thank you for the call, my friend. I made a note, and I'll know your name. Thanks, call next time. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, there you go. You guys want to be part of the show? Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. We're going to finish this up. We got a few minutes left in this segment, uh, and then we'll be done on Fringe FM. But we'll have one more hour after uh, on YouTube, D Live, and Facebook, and uh, we're just talking digital dogs. We're talking about this weird one that was deployed, named Spot in. New York City today, or not today. It's actually been deployed since December, actually, December 11th, 2020. This thing has been deployed, and the dog, uh, the cops, <laughs> see what I did there? The dogs have been using it. No, no, the cops have been using it. <laughs> That's what I mean. But uh, but again, right, like uh, there's some implications here. Of course, you know, if we do if we do everything correctly, nothing to worry about, right? But again, if it catches something on camera it shouldn't, should they be able to use that to prosecute somebody, right? I think uh, you know we we start to we start to run into some other freedom problems with this. It's uh, it's definitely not good. It's definitely not good. I think uh, that's why we do this. That's why we talk about this because people need to uh, people need to be aware of what's happening and where uh, where uh, where what's going on. I think I think interestingly, maybe uh, I haven't checked. I don't know if they're deployed here in Las Vegas, but I think I will. I think I'll check to see if they've deployed these uh, these robo dogs in um, in. Uh, in Las Vegas, and and I I actually encourage you guys to do to do that. Uh, check out to see if uh, you've actually had uh, something happen in your um your uh, your your local jurisdictions where they're actually running these things. I think that's part of the problem and why we do this stuff, and uh, why we talk about these things is because uh, you got to know what's happening in your neck of the woods, right? And if you don't. Uh, you, you don't actually know what's really going on, then, well, uh, it passes you by, doesn't it? It passes you by. I got you, Tim. Uh, I'll pull it up. We'll talk about that after we finish this uh, this last segment here. But yeah, uh, good stuff in the chat, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us, et cetera, so on. But, uh, you know, like, think of all the implications of this. It's one thing entirely to just say, all right, this is, uh, is going to keep us safe, right? But if, if it was as simple as that, uh, things would be very simple in this world. Except, well, uh, you know, there's, uh, there, there are implications with surveillance. There are implications with, with all kinds of things. With, again, you know, uh, like Ocasio-Cortez said, and, I, you know, I don't agree with her often, but this time I do. 
is that she said, you know, they're they're deploying these things and testing them in minority communities as a, a part of the surveillance state. And this is coming from a politician, right? This is coming from a politician that's saying they will be able to take the data actually brought forth by this dog through the video technology that's on board uh, and uh, be able to misuse it. And these are the problems, right? I think I think this is the this is the issue with with most of this is we end up uh, with this uh, this this amount of of the cops having more access to more information that they shouldn't. I think that's that's one of my biggest concerns about this. I just I just don't get it. I don't like it, and that's why we talk about these things. So anyway, as we finish this up again, a final segment here on uh, the Fringe FM. Uh, what do you think? As always, I'm not the arbiter of truth here. I am not. And the, the arbiter of your truth is you. And that's, that's a fact. And nobody can tell you different. That is the only fact I'll ever tell you. The only definitive fact. You, you get to decide, right? In this society today, you get to decide. I can't speak for some of those other countries out there. But as of right now, a thought crime does not exist. It doesn't exist. And we should not allow it to. And that's part of this. That's part of the whole whole idea. That's why we do all this stuff. But yeah, a little bit creepy, right? A little bit creepy, all this digital dog stuff and whatever the heck is going on. But uh, think about it. I encourage you to reach out to your local police department. Uh, maybe look at some news articles. Maybe give them a phone call. Maybe see. Maybe see if this uh, digital dog like this has actually been uh, set up and, and they're being used in your, your actual local area. I live in a big enough city, Las Vegas, where it may be possible. So I'll check it out. But these are the things we need to know. If we want to be able to say stop enough, we need to know what's going on. And that's really one of the main reasons we do this show. So as we finish this up, thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, being part of this uh, dystopian future, nightmare future that is on the way with DigiDog, a digital dog named Spot coming to a jurisdiction near you. Should we be worried? I'm not sure about worried, but I think we should be vigilant. I think that we should know what's happening around us, and I think if we object, we should speak out. That's what this show's about. You're listening to Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Be sure, be strong, be true. Stay tuned for Lighting the Void with Joe Roop on the Fringe FM. If you're with us on YouTube, Facebook, or DLive, stay tuned for one more hour of Troubled Minds. Thanks for listening, guys. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night.
We're off the radio clock. It is uh, Fringe is now on to Joe Roop lighting the void. We are just us. I'm me. You're you. Together we're us. And there's a lot of things I think we should pay attention to. And this is one of them. These digital dogs that have been deployed, should we be worried? Are you worried? That's the question tonight. Love to hear from you. One more hour. I got lots of stuff to talk about still. We'll get into the ethics of this. We'll get into a little bit more of the tongue-in-cheek, how to disable one of these things. And uh, have some fun. Looking to hear from you again, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Phone number's up on the screen. Get in here. Get in here. If you got some stuff to say, what's up, Michelle? Time to roll a Jaybird. There you go. Two-minute break. Go do your thing. Tuck the kids in. Top off your drink. Grab some popcorn. Do whatever you got to do. We'll be back in two minutes with more Troubled Minds. Don't go anywhere. More Digital Dogs and the rest of this coming up soon. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Let's do this. We're talking about these digital dogs that came, or actually, they didn't come from anywhere. They came from they came from a laboratory, I'm sure, from DARPA. But uh, they've been deployed on the streets of New York, and they are being used in hostage type situations. And of course, as uh, they become, you know, the software becomes more stable, reliable, and the rest of the stuff, uh, the 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 actual things they're used for will become greater and greater, right? I think that's that's part of uh, what what this is. I guess, you know, like you want you want them to be capable, all right? You want these digital dogs to be capable of, you know, doing their jobs and all the rest of that, but I think once they become too capable, uh, we have a problem, don't we? I think we have a problem. <laughs> Those implications though in the chat. What's up? What's up? All right. Uh, so looking to hear from you guys. Uh, why no calls tonight? What the hell's going on? We got uh, we had just a few uh, we, usually we got a whole a whole deck of calls, and we don't have any tonight. What the hell's going on? Well, uh, everybody's shy out there, so all right, I'll just uh, read like a substitute teacher. Let's do this then. Uh, let's uh, let's do this. I'm going to punish you. There we go. That's my uh, well, yeah. Here we go. Check this out. This is an exclusive look at the robot dog, and we're going to just uh, kind of reset this. I know people don't stay for the whole show. Some show up for like an hour and bounce or whatever. So we're going to kind of reset and talk about this. And this is the uh, exclusive. This is from December 11th, 2020, and a look at the NYPD's new robot dog and what we're talking about tonight. Here we go. This is exclusive, and we're getting a look at the NYPD's newest crime-fighting tool, a robotic dog. This dog it can be sent to dangerous situations and help protect Officers, I want to use reporter Kimberly Richardson shows us exactly how it works. There's a new dog in town and NYPD canine Archer isn't quite sure what to make of it. This dog is going to save lives. It's going to it's going to protect people. It's going to protect offices. And that, that's our goal. Its name is Digidog, weighing 70 pounds. It's able to run about three and a half miles per hour, but that's not all. Check this out. We got an exclusive look at what this futuristic four-legged being can do. Yes, it goes upstairs. This robot's able to use its uh, you know, uh, artificial intelligence to kind of navigate through very complex 
environments. Deepu John says it's as simple as playing a video game. He's with the NYPD's Technical Assistance Research Unit. It's one of many officers trained to operate the RoboDog. It is covered with cameras and lights, which allows police to get a real-time look at things. We can send it into complete darkness and we get an idea of what's going on inside. There it is. It was yellow at the time. In Brooklyn in October, a shooting suspect had barricaded himself in a home. Then in Queens, Digidog was back at it at this tent scene where two armed men were holding five hostages in a home. The suspects had a request. People wanted food, so we strapped food onto it, sent it into the location. Digidog is also capable of two-way communication. If an officer needs to talk with the suspect, he or she can. Watch this. Hello, are you there? Yes, this is the NYPD. In January, uh, an arm's coming out, so it'll be able to open doors and move objects. For now, this is the department's only robot dog during this test phase. It's only been used a few times, but officers are hoping to add more, convince DigiDog has a bright future here. The DigiDog has a bright future. And uh, I'm trying to eat here in between. Because, well, you know, dinner time was two hours ago. Anyway, here we go. What's up? We got, uh, we got a phone call. Let's take the phone call. What's up, Kelly? You're on. Whoa. Sorry about that. Autoplay. Kelly, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? Ta-da! That's me. Yes, it is. <laughs> da, da, da. You get your own intro music now. What's happening, my man? That better come on every time now, man. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. Uh, what do you think about the DigiDog stuff, man? Oh, man. Well, let's hold on. Let me uh, light some more real quick. <laughs> All right, no problem. <laughs> All right, we're talking about digital dogs, guys. They just deployed this one in New York. They said that uh, they used it uh, uh, last December to actually bring deliver a pizza and a cell phone to a hostage situation, right? So, of course, you don't you don't put the officer in in line of fire. You get this digital dog that kind of stomps up there and does its thing, and you know you you kill the dog, you kill the dog. It just you know it's just a, it's just a robot, right? It's just resources. It's not human lives. So you know that part I'm okay with. Uh, as as this continues to grow and evolve and become other things i think those are uh those are the problems i have with it and uh, that's where the conversation lies how you doing there kelly um i'm doing good man yeah i was uh, i wanted to just make a couple comments on that stuff but um yeah it's you know the thing the whole thing about it for me is it's it, it all this uh computerized stuff since we always you know since we even been starting going to computers everybody wanted to have like robots you know, everybody's had movies about them, like, you know, in space and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was, it's a bound it's bound to happen. Everybody knew that. But how far we want to take it is the, is the issue, like, you're bringing up. You know what I mean? It, it can be good. Like, these type of things, uh, and for me, would be, um, yes, I'd say, like, military use, because that way, you know, you save soldiers and lives and stuff like that on the battlefield. But, you know, like the one guy was saying earlier, Russia is um, already got atomic, uh, uh, you know, AI tanks and everything. So it's not like, uh, I mean, what do you do? You're saving lives, but actually, you know, you're just, just, just destroying, you know, billions of dollars worth of equipment. If everybody like us in Russia and China has got, you know, these, these uh, robot tanks or, you know, soldiers or whatnot. 
it's not like, you know, we would deploy, you know, certain areas or, you know, if we would have it, we'd probably deploy, but, you know, if Russia and China, you know, they're already up in the game with this, you know, even probably even ahead of us about all, some of that stuff, you know, but for me, they was like, like you were, you know, talking in your show, you know, you keep it, uh, like you're saying, you know, keep it, it can be, there's uses for them. You know, for me, I would say like, you know, uh, for like, uh, you know, with the uh, people that have, like, uh, you know, they're injured on a mountain or something, you know, rescue, search and rescue and stuff like that, you know. You, you could use it for that or, like, you know, because those things can be built, made, so they can carry, like, heavy, like a body or something, throw them on top of it and then have them, like, you know, ushered out or something. But as for um, as for the cops and stuff, no, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with any of that shit either because any computer-made like we were talking, me and the wife, or it's going to be, you know, you're, it's, it's able to be hacked into just like, you know, you guys, this conversation earlier. Yeah. If you can build it, you can hack it. And that's part of the problem, right? So if you get now, uh, okay. So now talking about, uh, like Elizabeth said earlier with the 5g, the 6g, the smart homes, the internet of things, right. In the old days, right. To actually get into somebody's house, you'd have to like smash in a window or smash the door down. Right. But now a kid with a laptop, could just like you know hack your wi-fi and just open your front door you see like these are the types of things and we're not talking about just your front door we're talking about these robots that could be lethal instruments it's it's a problem it becomes a big problem right it does come a problem you know and, and the thing is too like uh, you're saying like for me too i i believe that 5g the 5g it's not for fucking fast phones anymore you know i mean phones are fast enough it's only for everything else it's for all the ais the robots all the stuff that's going to go, you know, like you drive these automatic driving cars, you know, they're going to be able to shut a shit down. That's, they wanted to be able to shut everything down so if they have an issue, they can, you know, if a guy jumps into a car, shut the car down. You know, if a guy or a female, you know, a person, they want to do some dumb shake, you know, they're not, there's nowhere to really to hide. But how far that they, you know, it's always about, our safety about your safety first you know what i mean that's the story they always want to come out with and then it's always just it always ends up garbage you know it ends up uh, shit anyway so yeah everything you know, but that it's, it's always, it's, <laughs> i'm sorry it ends up everything but that it's it's the illusion of security right and, and instead of security what do we get we get a police state we get robo dogs on every corner with uh, cameras like like red light cams aren't bad enough. Like your ring doorbell on your neighbor across the street watching you 24-7 isn't bad enough. Like all this stuff is not bad enough. We get more exactly like Elizabeth says, more control and more surveillance. And how is that safety? That's not safety at all, is it? No, I, no, I don't believe so. That to me is all that, you know, and that's what they want too. That's this is bound and determined to get there, you know. But they do already have like robots, you know, like the one they have up on the um, uh, up on the space station. There, you know, supposedly a robot up there to help them do hard work or whatever. But I never see that goddamn thing deployed. Well, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> it's in a fucking box, you know, and it's all gold colored and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and this is this is again right, like back to the same problem we always have is that uh, there's there's this great technology that's supposed to do these amazing things, 
and uh, either it ends up that you know not not as functional like they liked it, so they have to send it back to the drawing board and spend a whole bunch more money on it from the Pentagon, right? Defense money, or uh, it ends up oh well, this works just fine, and then you know they use it for things they're not supposed to use it for. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, and like you were talking about earlier, like uh, you know they how they want to go AI with it, you know, and that to me would be the dumbest shit ever because. If you have an AI, you know, I mean, yeah, you can program it to do such and such. But again, if it's roaming around out there thinking that, you know, you're, you're thinking, all right, it's, uh, you know, it's going to be helping here, and it's, you know, it's AI self-thinking and shit like that. It's still a computer. It's going to be hackable. You know what I mean? And then how are you going to know if it's even been hacked? You know what I'm saying? Is then they're like they could destroy it, you know, have it run off a building or some shit. You know, that just gives it potential to have. And then they want to, after they have that, once they get a robot, they're going to say that they want to have it make it look more human. So, you know, people feel more comfortable around and shit. Yeah, that, exactly. That's part of it, right? They're going to have like a, the face of like a, an officer. Like, hi, I'm Michael Strange, your New York City police officer that's controlling this dog. How was your experience? <laughs> right? It's going to be like that. <laughs> but it doesn't yeah. change anything. It's just a PR. <laughs> You're I mean, totally the right. got it out. You know, got those sex dolls and shit that's already goddamn scant human scoony shit. They say it's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. It's true. And the, the more, uh, uh, that, that's part of it. And that's part of why, uh, interestingly, we were talking about this with the dancing, the dancing robots. Remember that? That wasn't that long ago. Like, that's PR to, to normalize this. And people are like, oh, yeah, dancing robots on every corner. But is that going to be the case, really? I mean, do you think we're going to have, like, you know, $100,000 dancing robots on every corner for our own good? Hell. <laughs> you know, when I look at that, too, when I see them do that, and they don't only just dance. Those got, they got those goddamn things running up rocks and shit, like parkour yeah. already. They yeah. got already designed for those things I mean, they look like that shit, like, that is some dangerous shit. When I seen them doing that, I'm like, there it is. It's already, they're Skynet. Yeah. It's going to climb up the side of a building and just crack into a window. You think you're safe on the 44th floor? Nope. (laughs) The sucker's going to climb up and just jump in. And and it's a wrap. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's true. Like, you don't even need anything in in the sky anymore. Like, these things can turn into little spiders, right? You you can do dogs. You can do spiders. You're going to crawl right up the wall and just crack in the window, man. That's that's what's coming. Like that's that's as as these things develop and they're able to do more and more with them. That's what's coming. New iterations of these devices that can be more and more quote effective. And what does effective mean? Does it mean more deadly? What does effective mean? Right? Depends on who you ask. Exactly. So when I like drive around and I'm doing my deliveries all day, you know, and I'm looking around and there's they're I mean they're already wiring they already dig the poles and everything. But, like, the poles ain't up, but they're already doing the wiring, you know, the, whatever company they got. I already took pictures of them and everything, so once you find out who they are, so they'd be sellouts to the human race to me. Yeah, and that's what but, they're doing. Yeah, they already, that is a feeling for me, because I'm like, man, I, and I don't, I don't believe all that stuff that they're saying for our, it's all for, it's, I'm telling you, it's for all these robots, all this shit that's going to come out, that's slowly coming out. And, and even if they use it, like they say, they don't, you know, they go from 5G to 6G to 7G, whatever. I mean, whatever generation they want to go, they already got the poles up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would they need it every 10 houses? That that don't make goddamn sense to me. I don't really, can't really wrap my head around why you think 
if this stuff is so powerful and so good, but yet a tree can block it, you know what I mean? And you got to have that shit every 10 houses. There's something, it's something else. It ain't for no computer systems and all that other. It's for computer systems, but not the ones we think. No, exactly. It's it's, uh, it's it's linking up all of the things out there so that they can communicate with each other aside from what we're doing. Like, so this digi dog can, can communicate with your toaster, right? That's why this is happening. So as this thing rolls by, right? And that's the terrifying part. So if you're on the same networks and these types of things, and this thing's rolling through your neighborhood, patrolling, keeping everybody safe, right? They're like, oh, it's 75 grand for this. We could just have it roll around Kelly's block and keep the neighborhood safe. What's it doing, though? Like, is it, all, is it taking inventory of your, uh, your refrigerator? You know, is it like tapping into your, uh, your ring camera and, you know, checking the footage? Like, like, or your security system inside your house with people, people that put their security cameras inside their houses? I mean, you see what I'm saying there? <laughs> like, like, what can these things do if they're on the same networks with each other? I, it's, it's becomes a little bit terrifying, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's that crazy tech, man. I'm telling you, stay away from it. I try to, I know I'm not saying old school, but I like to try to stay as more from that shit that I can get. You know what I mean? Even right now, my uh, smart TV, that shit's in storage. Yeah, I don't have one. I, I have the I have the cheapest TV they get that's not a smart TV. I don't. I'm not doing it. I'm not trying to like feed into their uh, their databases. I'm just not. Like, and eventually the the problem is you're not going to be able to find a dumb TV anymore, right? You're like I'm I'm either going to be yeah. without or I'm going to have to get with the program, and that's that's where we're at. That's the unfortunate part, right? So you know, I was thinking too, Mike. I was like when I was thinking about this about the whole five G. I mean, is there a certain point to where everybody can say, man, we don't want that goddamn technology? You know, you know what I mean? And it's not just, uh, it's not like something that's making everything better. It's everything better for them. You know what I mean? And we're talking, you know, the higher ups or whatnot. But, you know, people with money, it's got, you know, deranged minds, let's say. But, I mean, is there a point that the, the people can stand and say, hey, we don't want that shit? You know what I mean? I don't and, think so. And they're like, yeah, you, pretty soon you can't even have a phone. Like right now, my phone, you know, it's 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 a six plus, right, iPhone. But so it's a bigger one. That's why I like it. But now everything's they're saying that you know everything's gonna go five G. I don't want a five G. Exactly. But I don't want it. I mean, then I don't have. A, I don't get a phone or <laughs> exactly. What? Yeah, just like I said, like like you can't have a dumb TV. You have to have a smart TV. You want a TV? You're gonna have to have their surveillance TV. It's, it, that's where we're headed, man. You're exactly right. So I was looking into the 5G on my carrier, and I'm like, oh, sweet. I, I, got, a, I got a cell phone carrier I like. It's nice and cheap. It's got a great network. Like, I, I'm really happy with it. But what's gonna, what they're going to do is they just roll it over into 5G. So it's like eventually, like you said, once, once that happens, you're going to have to trade your phone in or it's not going to work with the network anymore, right? Or it's going to work at reduced speeds, they say. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But they, they have us by the balls either way, don't they? Yeah, and you know, hopefully, what I'd like is, uh, and you know, I I, I kind of be a little bit more uh, optimistic about um, uh, Mr. Tesla guy, uh, Elon Musk, with his. Uh, I know right now he's saying with all those satellites that it's just for like TV systems or something like that, or I don't know what he's exactly. You know, he's, you know, that's what you get the story from. But maybe he can set up like uh, different like phone lines. You know what I mean? Or like uh, the phone. So you don't, you know, you don't have to have that fucking crazy ass technology. 
because all that shit is, I mean, I work in the military, man. When I was, when I went in there and it's, and it's correct, like that, that sound and the shit that they use, that could be used as a weapon if they, if they really wanted to. I mean, the acoustics on that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. Like, That's all I got to say. It, that shit is dangerous, man. It's not even like the guys that go up on those towers, you should see how they dress. And that's just to even do fucking maintenance up there. Yeah, like they're putting on like the lead, the lead shoulder pads and stuff, and like the the the, the, the Daft Punk helmet, shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean that's the, like it's true. Go take a look, guys. When they're look when they're working on these big towers, these cell towers, look at the look at the uh, the stuff they're putting on them, on themselves as a pr- protective equipment, right? And then, and then think that once they climb down and walk away, that's just being broadcast out <laughs> to, to everywhere around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was in, the, you know, on uh, the aircraft carriers, man, we used to be up there, and sometimes they, like the somebody was up there, they were supposed to have a radar, certain radar off, because if you get hit with that thing, you're fucking dunskies. But like sometimes they accidentally leave it on, and they'll they'll even tell us, hey, well, it was on for this long and this. We want to know who was up there. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, a lot of a lot of Navy guys too. They, if you notice, um, Navy guys anyway, they have a lot of uh, daughters. Hardly have any uh, males or you know sons, because you know that's because if they're working on those aircraft carriers, they're getting slammed by that radar up there. Yeah, and it's it, it is a real thing. Or uh, I've heard this. Uh, it's actually Clyde Lewis. He's a he's the reason that this show ever started. Clyde Lewis of Ground Zero. If you guys don't know who he is, check him out. GroundZeroMedia.org. Fantastic dude. Uh, he he actually said that he had cancer from uh, the 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 actual like radio tower that he was working on. Like you know, like you you think that uh, you know, like a fifty thousand watt radio station is is blasting that stuff out, and it's totally cool, right? It's normal. Like we you know we get in our car, turn on the radio, it's all good. But those people that work in that on that antenna, as it's blasting this stuff out, and he he has a suspicion that uh, part of doing the radio for so long uh, with broadcasting on like a huge antenna, like pretty much right above you, he thinks it uh, either ac- exacerbated his cancer or caused it entirely. So I mean. There's problems, right? I mean, there's there's serious problems here with signal, digital signals, magnetics, and all this stuff. It, it's not meant for uh, human flesh, and here we are, you know, flesh flesh puppets wandering around with all this stuff floating through the air. That's probably destroying us. It's not good, man. It's not good. Well, your friend is right on that, though, because it does cause cancer. I mean, that does like those towers that, like, I look at these, you know, when I'm driving around, you see, look at all these towers and shit. And you got a house, and like all these uh, businesses that are right right next to these goddamn things. I'm like, man, lady, you know, I want to tell you, but you probably think I'm fucking crazy, but you're just sitting there getting fucking fried all fucking day because she owns like a a salon, you know. And these people that go in there and just like the, all the businesses there, they know they're not realizing they're getting bombarded with shit, and that shit causes cancer, proven fact. But I don't know, man. They, you know, we're the ones that are the crazy ones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, funny, funny enough, I've actually got some other stuff to talk about that uh, kind of uh, corroborates more of the conspiracy technology stuff we've been talking about all along. Now, uh, did you did you see sixty minutes yesterday, or any of those clips? I did not. All right. Well, while I got you on, I'll, I'll ask you about this, and let's introduce this as the second part of the show here. Um, 
they they just literally yesterday talked. Okay, I'm going to just play the clip. I got a clip here. I got it set up. Let's just play the damn thing. This is on 60 Minutes last night. You'll never believe this. This will blow your mind. I'm going to play just a second of it. I want to make sure you can hear it, Kelly, and I'll turn it off and then just confirm you can hear this, okay? Dr. Hepburn showed us right. a few. Can you hear that? Okay. I got it. Okay, here we go. Playing this. Listen to this. This was on 60 Minutes last night. And this is like the conspiracy theorists. I told you so. I told you so. We told you so. This has been all along, right? All the dumb stuff that everybody's been talking about. Well, guess what? It's all true. Here we go. 60 Minutes last night. This is only like a minute and a half long. Here we go. Dr. Hepburn showed us a few current projects. Some sound like they're from an episode of Star Trek. Consider a ship like the USS Theodore Roosevelt hobbled last year when 1,271 crew members tested positive for the coronavirus. What if everyone on board had their health monitored with this subdermal implant, now in late-stage testing? It's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move, but a tissue-like gel engineered to continuously test your blood. It's a sensor. This tiny green thing in there? That tiny green thing in there, you put it underneath your skin, and what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means you're going to have symptoms tomorrow. Wow. There's an actual transmitter in that? Yeah, it's like a check engine light. Check this sailor out before he infects other people. That's right. Sailors would get the signal, then self-administer a blood draw and test themselves on site. Look at that. We can have that information in three to five minutes. As you truncate that time, as you diagnose and treat, what you do is you stop the infection in its tracks. You hear this? They're talking about injecting a microchip (laughs) into your body (laughs) to detect Infections. Right? That's coming true. You no, know, now that we're uh, seriously, 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 though, that 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 is some scary shit. Because you know the thing about it is, military is going to be, like I say, you know, they they do all those applications military anyway. But you know, those poor guys will be having a mandatory take that shit. But anyway, the the thing about it is. There have to come out some kind of way, you know, and I actually seen a, I actually seen a video about that shit. Like they want to, you know, put something inside your arm, you know, and then they had some young kids like, you know, the new generation are like, yeah, I wouldn't mind it, you know, for my health and stuff, you know, always like, uh, cause I work out and I want to know, uh, like it, I could just easily just kind of like Wi-Fi download the shit to a computer. Tell me my progress and shit. I'm like, do you, are you really saying this shit? I mean, like, I know you guys are getting paid to say this shit, but really? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and they and they somehow don't think that it's uh, invasive. Like, the, oh, this is a non non invasive thing. You know, you just inject it in and you don't worry about it. Then you hook it up to your app on your phone, and it can tell you if your uh, your your pH level is out of balance. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> really? So who else does it broadcast that to is what I want to know. Now, here's some interesting implications about all this stuff, about these these uh, the COVID passports and all this crap. Now, isn't there like a like like a HIPAA? Like you heard of this, right? There's like there, like the whole point is like we're supposed to have like medical um, privacy. All right. And so what if for whatever reason you can't actually get 
a vaccine for some, you know, you have an underlying health condition. It's probably worse for you to get it than not to get it. Isn't that your own private thing and everybody else should shut the fuck up and leave you alone, including whoever wants to have like a vaccine passport or a damn chip injected into your body? What the hell? Like what happened to medical privacy? That's out the window now, isn't it? This is crazy. Exactly. And you know what? To me, they're saying it's just a gel-like thing, whatever, but that could be a weapon too. Let's say that, you know, you didn't pay your bills or, you know, somebody owe you somebody some money and shut you right off. Bloop. Yeah, exactly. That's part of it. And so it's it's supposed to be able to just, uh, you know, determine. Uh, so so this is what they're saying. So I got an article here. This is from medicalkidnap.com. This is nuts. This is nuts. They're saying you put it underneath your skin and it tells you that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body. And that signal means you're going to have symptoms tomorrow. It's like a check engine light is what the guy said, noting that those with the chip would get the signal, then self-administer that blood draw on and test themselves on site. We can have the information in three to five minutes, he continued, adding, as you truncate that time, as you diagnose and treat, what you do is you stop the infection in its tracks. And they're saying that we have, let's see, let's see, uh, Hepburn also declared that DARPA has developed a filter to remove the virus. Now, now check this out. This is crazy. DARPA has developed a filter to remove the virus from the blood via a dialysis machine and that the FDA has already approved it and it has been used on 300 patients. So this technology is ready to go. And they're saying, now here's the thing, they're saying if you get this, it won't just protect against the current pandemic, it'll protect against the next pandemic, whatever that happens to be. You see what the hell's going on here? I, I, I go back to what I said initially. Fuck off. Sorry, not to you, to them. Go ahead, sir. No, the thing, I can't believe people would buy that I mean, they sell it so perfect, though. It's, you know, they try to make it sound so nice and everything else. But if you listen to that shit, just like what you're just saying, you know what I mean? It's like, really? You're, you, <laughs> I can't believe somebody would want that shit in their body, man. Like, you know, just to even have a foreign object, to even have it like... Yeah. I, I, to me, it's just... I, I, I can't, you know what I mean? And this is where the shit they want to go to because, you know, they're not all, they're going to be tracking everything about you. Exactly. Exactly. And, and again, we go back to the, to medical privacy. You realize, you know what the interesting part of the, 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 the HIPAA act and the medical privacy thing, you know what part of that came from, by the way, I saw this on Tim cast. So they don't listen to us, but shout out to Tim cast for pointing this out. It was actually part of the Roe v. Wade Supreme court decision, which is the abortion thing. Meaning that, uh, you know, oh. medical privacy needs to be private and you need to shut the fuck up. But now suddenly we need vaccine passports and medical, medical privacy is not a thing, you see. So we got, we got, a, uh, we got two runaway trucks coming at each other and uh, <laughs> they're, they're doing, going opposite directions. So uh, let's see what comes of this because I think if this vaccine stuff goes to the Supreme Court, they're going to smack it down. They have to. They have to. No. Otherwise, it's corrupt as we, all, we always course, thought. But- Here's my question, though. It says it's gonna uh, uh, it'll detect the the virus and it will filter it through a filter, right? Yes, exactly. That shit's gonna kill somebody then, because your fucking body relies on survives off of viruses. You know how many viruses the body has in the in the fucking body? That don't even make no sense. 
Well, I mean, people need to pick up a virology book for one, just even like listen to some shit like that, because the body already has viruses. We got billions of the shit in her. They're just not attacking your body because, you know, I mean, those part of those cells in the body are not deteriorating. That's what a virus does. It attacks a deteriorating cell within that body. Like, for example, you know, the, the coronavirus. Same thing. It's it, you know I'm just gonna give you science. I'm not gonna you know this, this is no this is no thing. It's 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 the truth. It, it, the, you know it what is, a virus does it it attacks a dying cell is what it does. That's how it starts reproducing. So when it finds a, a cell that's doing that, it it you know it it'll enter a cell and then replicate itself. And that's how it you know it goes and on and on and on and does it. Either RNA or DNA viruses. Now it's saying that it can filter it that's already in your body the common cold uh, you know whatever all that shit's in your body just waiting it's just waiting for the fact that you know it's just tumbling through your body you know it comes it replicates sometimes it doesn't even affect you i I don't understand what people like listen to that shit it's just i was like man i was already laughing yeah right it gets worse uh so the new york post reports this april 10th 2021 uh, Semper Coronis, almost 40% of Marines are declining the COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> almost 40% of Marines are like, no thanks. <laughs> what the, what does that tell you? What the hell does that tell you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was asking some buddies. So I was like, man, is that mandatory? They're asking you. And they're like, man, some people are asking you. And they're like, you know, and I told them, man, don't. I just felt sorry for them because I thought it was going to be mandatory, you know, something new that they have to do because that's, that's that's the military way, and this is so. That's what's surprising that it isn't for for them. So they know what that tells you. Is that shit ain't even been? I try to tell people all the time. It's not even approved. It's, you know the 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 test that is run in doesn't end till like 2023. By then they're already having people watch people start dying. Then you're gonna have the uh, the apocalypse, the zombie apocalypse. Yep. Yep. Yeah, this is this is nuts, man. This is nuts, and uh, all, all, crazy that all of the conspiracy stuff, right? Even the even the stuff that I thought was like, ah, this this shit ain't gonna happen. It's all happening, bro. It's all happening. Maybe there's something. To <laughs> I know. It. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like happening, the, and, and and you know, and I see like, man, I see all the time. Like, man, see, I told you so. <laughs> exactly. I, you, I don't even say to them. I just look at people. I just give them that look. Like, man, well, so what I tell you. I already, Fucking told you shit six goddamn years ago. People have been talking about this stuff for years, and they thought they were nuts, and now it's all it's all coming true. Yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy stuff. Uh, Kelly, you are the man. Anything else while we got you on the phone, my friend? No, my brother. Have a good one. I appreciate the call. Thanks a lot. That's Kelly from Colorado, guys. Uh, longtime friend. He's actually the very first person who ever called this show. Very, as far as my memory goes back, I'm pretty sure he, he was the first guy. Go back. It's in the archives. I think he called on the Phil Schneider show, the very first call ever. Thank you again. I know him and his wife listen all the time, and we appreciate it. Um, all right. So this is the thing. We're talking about this, right? It kind of It's kind of morphed from uh, the technology of the robot dogs, right? We're still taking your calls on that if you guys want to talk about that. 702-957-1037. Or what about this other stuff? What about this other stuff? This uh, the the 40% of Marines are declining the COVID-19 vaccine. And now they're talking about this. I'm going to play this clip one more time. Listen carefully to what they're saying. This was on 60 Minutes just a couple days ago. Yesterday. What's today? Tuesday? Two days ago. Sunday night, 60 Minutes. They're a bunch of assholes. But listen to what they said. Literally, they're talking about injecting like a biochip into your body 
What is this? This is exactly all the shit, the dystopian naysayers, right? The, the conspiracy theorists. This is all the crap that they've been making fun of us for for a very long time, right? I haven't even been the guy that's been like microchips injecting into us. I ain't even been saying that. But now they're saying it. Listen to this. Dr. Hepburn showed us a few current projects. Some sound like they're from an episode of Star Trek. Consider a ship like the USS Theodore Roosevelt, hobbled last year when 1,271 crew members tested positive for the coronavirus. What if everyone on board had their health monitored with this subdermal implant, now in late-stage testing? It's not some dreaded government microchip to track your every move, but a tissue-like gel engineered to continuously test your blood. It's a sensor. This tiny green thing in there? That tiny green thing in there, you put it underneath your skin, and what that tells you is that there are chemical reactions going on inside the body, and that signal means you're gonna have symptoms tomorrow. Wow, there's an actual transmitter in that? Yeah, it's like a check engine light. Check this sailor out before he infects other people. That's right. Sailors would get the signal, then self-administer a blood draw and test themselves on site. Look at that. We can have that information in three to five minutes. As you truncate that time, as you diagnose and treat, what you do is you stop the infection in its tracks. You see that? They're tell- that's what they're telling us. These are the things they're telling us. I didn't even think this was real. Like, I thought it was a little bit out there, a little too far out there to be like, ah, they're going to inject microchips into us. And now they're talking about these biochips. They're going to do something, well, inside your body. They're going to detect you and do these other things. And hey, what's up, guys, out there in chat? Uh, So (laughs) we're not over here actively blocking anything. Uh, Clearly, uh, there's a ton of, like, uh, YouTube censorship that always goes on. It's happened ever since we started this show. People have sent me screenshots as long as we've been doing this show about uh, posting things and then not those those posts not showing up. So don't don't get don't get all up in a hissy about uh, censorship. It's it's it is real. It's a thing. There is actual tech censorship happening in real time. I promise you that. I've had people send me screenshots for years now saying, "Look, I sent this chat and never showed up in the chat." Right? It's been happening. Not just oh, there's my dog. What's up, dog? Quiet, quiet. But the thing is this. We, we, we use what we have, right? We don't have our own platforms to talk about these things where everything goes, all right? Uh, and again, I ask, I'm not keeping up with the conversation, so I don't know what's going on over there, but I just ask the chat to be respectful to each other, right? It's fine. It's fine. Let's chill. Let's chill. Let's hang out. Let's have a good time. All right. Let's go to Jay in uh, the color key. What's up? Jay, in, Jay from New York. Welcome, sir. You are back. You are back. Welcome to the show. Jay, New York. What's up, buddy? What's my little dog doing over there? What the hell's going on? Making some noise. Jay, New York. What's up, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's making fun of how fast I talk. It's all good. Uh, Ash said, uh, what did Ash say? Ash, Ash, Ash pops in just long enough to dig me and then take off. Thanks, Ash. You're the best, buddy. You're the best. Ash says this in the chat. Hey, what's he say? Let's see. Um, where was it? Ash, if you're out there, what's up, buddy? Ash says, uh, I can't find it. He basically says, man, listen to Mike talk so fast. It's like some, some bullshit or some bullshit. I don't know what he says. Something like that. And now it's a spawn a conversation about how fast Mike talks. You guys want to have a fast talk off? Let's do it. All right. So anyway, it's okay. You have to be able to think fast to talk fast. So it's okay. It's all right. It's a, I know it's one of my 
not great traits is I speak quickly. I speak quickly. And I I'm try to slow down, but then when I try and slow down my mouth, my brain still has to move fast to stay ahead of my mouth. So you get what you get. Jay, are you there? Testing one, two. Jay is not there. I'm going to try Jay again in a bit. All right. All right. So we're going to keep on moving here. Now, that, that's what we're talking about tonight. What do you guys think about these robo dogs? What do you guys think about uh, this, these, uh, these chips? These, this is the new technology, right? This is where we're headed. This is transhumanism. This is not just that. It is also uh, the surveillance state, right? It is also, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Anna says, nonsense, Mike. It's epic. All right. All right. Cool. Fine. Fine. All fine. We're all fine here now. How are you? All right. Let's go to Jay. Jay's calling in on the phone because we had some Discord issues. No problem at all. All right. So we're uh, still talking about the robot dogs and what that means to you. And they've deployed them in New York City and their police department's using them. And let's see. Let's see. All right. Here we go. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, let's see. Let's go to uh, let's go to Jay in New York. And uh, what's up, Jay? You were on Trouble Minds, Mike. How are you, my friend? Hey, Mike. Sorry for the trouble with the Discord. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. All good, bro. It happens. Um, it happens. Yeah. Wow. What a range of conversation tonight. We went quite a ways. That thing that you were just last talking about with the Navy putting it in the kids arms you know yeah they haven't yet tractor but it's coming they said that yeah, they have the technology about it. exactly <laughs> exactly and all we have to do and the weird part is it's on 60 minutes right it's like i don't know like one of the most known shows in history and they're just talking about this shit all casually on 60 minutes like ah, it's all good we're gonna just implant these chips in people and it's gonna be able to detect the next detect the next virus like what you don't even know what the next virus is, man. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, right? I, I, one of the things that really, I, the question that I have about it is, you know, we're over a year into the whole thing now. And it's bad, you know, it's not a good way to go. If you, that's the way you go. But it, it's still a relatively small percentage of us as opposed to all the other things that kill us, you know you know, cancer and those things. Why are we trying so hard to do this one? And I mean, what about AIDS? What about cancer? What about diabetes? And, you know, all of the syndromes, you know, you get these poor kids and stuff like that. We went to Ohio and the grandson there, the new kid on the block has got Angelman syndrome or something like that. It's a crazy disease. They're basically like three years old the best they're ever going to be. And, you know, why is this one so important that we got to eradicate the coronavirus variant 19? I mean, is that the one that's going to wipe the aliens out when they come down here? Like in the war of the worlds? And just, it's, or is it just something to issue in the, I don't want to use a word that's going to get us in trouble. You know, reset. Is that an all right one? Yeah. The great reset. That's Talk about that. Yeah, it's fine. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's happening. Yeah. This is all happening. It's all part of it too. Well, I mean, I think they've been telling us for years. I mean, you look at, do you remember that show? The fringe? I think it was on Fox. It was a broadcast TV show. Yeah. With Olivia Dunham. Um, fantastic show. Who is the doctor guy? 
Uh, the, the, the old, old guy, right? The old scientist guy? Studying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was like the time but, travel. There was like an you know, alternate universe. They were universe. studying the fringe. Do you remember the big combatant that they were always fighting against who it was in that show? No. What was it? It was... Uh, Boston Dynamics. Was it really? Are you serious? <laughs> it was. No. It was Boston Dynamics. I remembered it because... At that time, the time that I was watching the show on Netflix, because, you know, we had nothing to do late at night, and I hadn't found your show yet, and reruns of Netflix, I was watching the show, like, pretty much two or three of the night. It was the whole time Elon Musk was coming out with some of his stuff, and things were in the news, and Boston Dynamics first came out with a robo-dog. And, I mean, this was five, four five years ago they, they did it in that black mirror thing yeah yeah on black, amazon or whatever yeah yeah black mirror netflix netflix uh, they're telling them we're doing this robocop back when we were kids riding our bicycles to the movie theaters and stuff oh yeah you're gonna have a robocop you know yeah 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 you know? that spider thing that you said was kind of creepy though man i don't like spiders i hit them with my hammer you know well what if it's big enough to take your hammer from you and hit you building to tell me i'm going to get some code violation. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. No, that, that, well, no, but it's scary. You know, you said the thing about what if he catches a drug dealer across the street when he's going to look at something else? Are they going to get busted too? What if I'm working on somebody's porch on a Sunday afternoon because they don't have enough money to apply for the permit and they just need somebody to fix the column? You know? Oh, yeah. well, yeah, now you get, you know, you get a $500 fine for not getting a poem, permit so pulling out that column and putting it back in there fixed. Yeah. Because you know, if you do that, I live in a city where that stuff already happens, you know, you go to replace somebody's stone steps or something on one of the historical buildings or something like that. And all you did was drive down to the stone guy and grab the stone and lay down a bed of concrete to plop it in there. But if you don't get the permit talk to the hen cluckers club, that's what we call them. It about what kind of stone you're using and everything else like that. You can get a fine. You know, yeah, yeah, they let no, me no. go most of the time because I always do it better than right. But it's like that here; it really is. And then Timothy or, or no Kelly was on the phone last, right? Yes, talking about those the five G towers everywhere. Yep, they're on like every corner here. Every day, there's a guy setting those things up. They're only like fifteen feet off the ground, setting on telephone poles. In neighborhoods, you know? Yep. Why do you have to have that much everywhere? Yeah. It's said there's supposed to be like some some short number of feet from each other for some reason, which makes no sense to me because if you, uh, right, like uh, like, what are we using now? Like it broadcasts far and wide. So why do we need to go to a stronger signal and make them tighter, a tighter net? It doesn't make sense, does it? I think the iPhone 3 was the best one I ever had. When you had the Weather Channel app on the iPhone 3, you could watch the rain come across your backyard <laughs> on think your you phone or in real time. I think you still can. Uh, it depends I mean, on really? what apps you got. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think you still can. I mean, that stuff's the great. The GPS but, uh, was the same way when you were driving, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you had to be within a meter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, back, let's get back on topic. So what do you think about the robot dogs, man? You live out in New York, right? Have you seen any of these things? I do. I've never seen one. Um, 
actually someone posted a video to me today and I was actually thinking about sending it to you and I was like, no, this has got to be bullshit. There's no way. That dog, right? Yeah. It looked fake. And then I watched it, it turn around backwards before it went down the stairs. Yeah. It, it did like a little circle thingy before it went down. Uh, I got to orient myself before I go down the stairs. Yeah, it looks yeah. fake. It looks that fake. thing like a hundred percent remote control. I mean, you know, it's got to have some AI in it. There's no way the guy's going left foot, right foot, left foot. Right exactly. Foot. Yeah, left foot six inches, left control, foot six right. inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Here, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that video now for the people that haven't seen this because uh, uh, we're not on the, uh, the the radio here. But here we go. I'm gonna play this. I'll, I'm gonna just mute it. So uh, I just didn't want to drop the uh, the f bombs from the video. Um, but here we go. This is this is what we're talking about. So I'm gonna just uh, they're they're bringing some dude out in handcuffs, and uh, I'm muting it. But here, look look at how fake this looks. Like this dog comes walking out of the building, right? And the the cops, the guy's got like a remote control, and it's walking next to another cop, and it just like it looked fake. Like when it walked out of that building, I was like, no, that's bullshit. This is CGI. This is not a real thing. But then you watch the video longer and longer and you're like, holy shit, this is a real fucking thing. This, this is a real robot dog. That the cops it's not, right? That's real. Yeah, it's real. And it's, yeah, it's insane. This is insane it's that not. this is where we're at. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> so you've never seen one. You live in New York. You've never seen one. I've never seen one. They, they say they only have one, you know, but I've seen enough stuff in the military and stuff like that. When you're on the basis and stuff like that, if they say they got one, they got a hundred, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, that's totally I true. mean, it might not be in New York, you know, they might be, you know, testing the mountains connected to or whatever, you know, but there's no way you're going to go into a contract with one, why there's no control group well right and then you, also you have, you know, yeah. how can you do a scientific experiment on one yeah well this one's name is spot you know? the fact that they've named it to tells you there's others right there's definitely others but yeah cra- crazy stuff so it's so just, it, what what does it make you worried about the, the it, future of these things what 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 about this particular technology makes you worried for the future that's the question here I think we've jumped. I, I think we've jumped right off the cliff. We're in like a free for all right now with the AI and the technology and the machines and the drones. People in Ohio shoot the drones out of the sky. The police put on their little web page there. Please don't throw beer bottles and shoot at our drones. They're here for your safety. I saw that. <laughs> you now they're flying over their farms and stuff like that. You know, it's like yeah, we're chucking beer bottles at it. We're drinking beer here. Leave us alone. <laughs> Leave us alone. Well, I mean, you know? th- it's invasive. It's invasive. It's like a right. You can go to jail for being a peeping tom, right? Uh, looking in somebody's window, but you fly your drone up to the damn window and it's all good. Like, no, get out of here. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's well, bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. I mean, you put infrared on it. You're seeing what people are doing in their houses and everything yeah. else like that too. You know, yeah. you're sitting in your house, you know, making your own whiskey or something like that. The next thing you know, you have ATF over there confiscating your 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 moonshine doing something (laughs) stupid well i mean whatever it is you're doing you know i mean everybody breaks the law i'm sure people speed you know you're gonna have all those little 5g things on there to help monitor the cars oh that car went by at 38 miles an hour mail them a ticket you know how far is it really you know Right. Yeah, what happened yeah. to don't get caught? You're going to do something stupid. Don't get caught doing something stupid. 
you know? You just, I guess if you really look at it, though, you know, there's the bad things you want to catch, you know? Terrorists, rapists, child abductors, and all that kind of crap. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's part of the problem. Where do you right? give up your freedom? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. What, where is the line crossed? Right. So, and at what point are oh, you are you responsible? Stuff in his backyard during the fire ban. Sorry, say that again. Well, like right now in New York State, we have a fire ban until like May first or something like that. You're not allowed to burn in your little fire pits in your backyard. Okay, I didn't know that. Dry fires, and we live in the forest. You know, we could start something bad, but. You know, the robo dogs walking down the street and sniffs fire in your backyard. Next thing you know, you got the fire department over there because you're burning eight sticks and roasting a hot dog. Yeah, who uh, knows? Who knows? And, and I think that's that's part of the problem, right? Is that uh, first off, it's none of that none of the robo dogs' business. Like that, the dude should have. Uh, and that's again goes back to those Fourth Amendment protections I was talking about, right? The unreasonable searches and seizures and all the rest of this stuff. It's just not. Uh, it's not. It's not okay. Like there's a, there's a lot here. The implications are not okay. They're not okay. And and if they start getting away with this shit and and like actually putting people away for incidental, uh, you know, contact with this thing, there's we got we got big problems. We the the, the police state we live in just becomes worse and worse. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, that's the world we live in. Um, well, we got to finish up here, man. So uh, what else? Uh, what else? Real quick, while we got you on the phone, just got a couple minutes left, and the show's over. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just I really think that we need to start thinking about someone put in the chat there, EMPS all, let us start over from the old-fashioned way, you know? It's just, we're getting too big for our britches, you know? I don't know if it's necessarily us, you know, the people that call and listen to the show, but collectively, you know, semis to drive our cars to us and stuff like that. We're forgetting about people, especially now, you know, stay six feet away from everybody. Don't gather in big groups. You might spread the virus. Fear, 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 fear. Stay at home. Stay alone. Fear, fear, fear. CNN. Go, go check out. If you guys haven't seen it, fear, 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 fear. Check out uh, the, the project Veritas today. They, they released CNN and one of the guys up the, one of the upper, Upper uppers at CNN said, fear sells. <laughs> so the fear, 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 fear well, narrative is real. It's real, man. Look at after 9-11. I mean, people were glued for weeks to the TV because they were terrified that what was going to happen. You know, right. absolutely terrified. And we've been terrified for a year. You know, I need to think we need to start thinking about each other again. You know? Yeah, yeah. Have exactly a picnic right. in your backyard. Exactly right. Exactly right. Robert in the chat says, what's up, Robert? Says, I'll start to worry when the robot dog hikes its leg at the fence or at a tree. It's coming. The oil slick, the oil slick, the crowd control mace. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> uh, Jay, you're the best, my friend. We're going to finish this up. Uh, go ahead. Uh, final thought, my friend. Yeah, I mean, all those things that they're saying in the chat, you know, easy. Crowd control base on the thing. The sound waves. I don't know. Be good to each other. Do good. Don't get in trouble. Don't make the robo dog come to your house. There you go. Do whatever it says. It's going to do something bad to you. And if you do, I I linked an article that shows you how to deal with this this current iteration. You know how to deal with it. Thanks, Jay. You're the best. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Thanks for listening, man. Thanks for the call. Bye.
Good night. Good night. All right. This is the deal. We're done. We're deal. We're done. Now, now this, you guys know, we're going to have Ash on tomorrow. I'm pretty sure Ash will be on tomorrow, which means we're going to talk about some weird stuff. As always, when Ash is on the show, because we'd like to do that. Uh, he did link some uh, some re- remote viewing things. I don't know if we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, it is not undecided at this point. I'll get with Ash and we'll figure that out. I don't know if he's still out there. He just showed up to shit on me and say, I talk fast and he left. Ash, why'd you say I talk fast and I left? Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, we're done. A couple minutes left. Uh, 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 what, what do you think? I think, I think uh, the bottom line is all of these things, right? It's, uh, as always, technology can be good if we implement it correctly, right? If, uh, if we take technology and we implement it uh, properly and with uh, certain safeguards, then we can, we can, you know, we can use it uh, in a good way. Uh, you know, like, don't get me wrong. This is troubled minds. And the things we talk about uh, are something, you know, uh, many things that we should be worried about or think about from time to time, right? That's why we do the show. That's why we talk about the topics we talk about. But on the other hand, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm, 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 I'm an optimist. In the end, I'm, a, I'm an optimist. And I think that uh, for us to be able to kind of fight back, and I mean that peacefully for the censors that are listening, you know, fight back uh, in a peaceful manner uh, to protest peacefully, let's say. We have to know what's going on around us. And that's really uh, part of what we're doing tonight. So uh, part of what this conversation is about. And uh, as you know, we'll go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and uh, 7 p.m. Pacific. Still working on getting the website set. It's all dicked up right now. I don't know what's going on with it. I'm, I'm uh, terrible with WordPress, and WordPress is like broken all the links, and it's it's a big mess. So anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, don't, uh, ch- chill guys in the chat. Let's just get along. Come on. Let's just get along out there. Like, why do we got to go back weeks ago? I've literally whitelisted you, dude. I've whitelisted you. I have nobody in the, in the band box. I have nobody in the whitelist box but you because you said you were getting you were getting uh, uh, censored. So I, I, you're in the whitelist box. So it's all good. It's all good. There's, there's no reason to get upset about these things. It's okay. All right. Now, look, we're done. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, troubled minds, right? We talk about these things and we do, we do the things we talk about because if we don't know about it, we can't fix it. We can't, uh, we can't write letters to Ocasio-Cortez or whoever happens to be our particular uh, representatives that don't listen to us anyway. But, you know, uh, without any of the rest of that, it is what it is, right? Uh, it is what it is. I don't know. We're going to continue talking about these things and continue doing what we do. Thanks for being with us tonight, guys. Thanks for uh, being part of this. Uh, thanks for all the great chat. Thanks for all the great calls, etc. So on. As you know, when we finish, we play Sinatra music. So let's play this. Turn it down just a smidge. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to think about. That's why we do it. It's all good. You guys are the best. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m., we'll be here with Ash doing more Troubled Mind stuff. We'll be on Fringe FM. We'll be on uh, DLive, Facebook, and YouTube again and uh, doing our thing. So it's all good. Hang tight. Don't go anywhere. For now. I mean tomorrow. I mean tomorrow. See how he's going autopilot some of these things. But anyway, we're done. Check to see if the robots are working in your neighborhood. I'm going to check with the LA or it's the Las Vegas PD, I'm sorry, and see if they're actually running ro- these robo dogs. I'm curious. Is this a thing I should expect to maybe come into my house during a hostage situation? <laughs> Not like I'm expecting a hostage situation in my house, but yeah, it would be nice to know if there's a ro- robo dog in the neighborhood. Anyway, as we finish, thanks again. Uh, Like I said, without you guys, this show would just be mumbling to myself in a corner. So I appreciate all of you a lot, each and every one of you. 
And uh, thank you so much for all the chat, all the calls, all of the great support. We're going to get something set up here with the website and some uh, maybe an additional show per week, etc. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, I will keep you posted. If you have not joined the Discord, please do. You'll get all the up-to-date information there. You'll get it latest directly to Discord. Troubleminds.org. Click the Discord link. And uh, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. You know the outro. Be sure, be strong, be true. Take care of yourself so you can take care of others. And at the end, thank you for listening, guys. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific for more. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.